You are now tuned into the Wake the Flock Up Network. When it comes to entertainment in Los Angeles, one production company has it on lock. Young Baca Productions. From a bi-monthly show at the Airliner in Los Angeles, to the many shows, to the B-Side Forum, to the State of Battle Rap on the B-SideChannel.com, Young Baca Productions are putting together the dopest entertainment in Los Angeles, California, and beyond. Check them out on Wait the Flock Up Send You, YoungBacaProductions.com. Block up, nothing good to say. Shut the fuck up. You unleashed the savage in me. Yeah, you hustled up. Spinning wax tapes and CDs. And that's what's up. Calling out the lies in the feeds. Wake the flock up. Wake the flock up. Nothing good to say. Shut the fuck up. You unleashed the savage in me. Yeah, you hustled Spinning wax tapes and CDs. And that's what's up. Calling out the lies in the feeds. Wake the flock up. Welcome back to the show. You are now listening to Wake the Flock Up with Concept 714. And I'm here at, well, what city am I in? What city is this? You're in Boyle Heights Boyle right Heights. now. I'm Boyle here Heights. at beautiful Boyle. You know, it wasn't as far as I remember because uh, we had your event on the other side of this bridge, right? Um, which event? You, we had your art event at the... Uh, at Facha. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's well, like down the block from here. Yeah. 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 Under the bridge. Just go under the bridge. And, uh, and uh, I remember like, I'm like thinking like, damn, like this is far. But it only took me like 40 minutes to get down here. It wasn't that bad. Oh, that's not that bad. No. And then on Thursdays, I drive down to Sherman Oaks. Oh shit! That's oh, shit. far. That's, yeah, a that's trip. way for that's here. A little trip. Yeah, but you know, you drove right now when there's not a, not much traffic either. Nothing. Right? Wasn't nothing. Shit. It was just no. a smooth ride no. over here. When there's no traffic, you appreciate how yeah. how nice it could be to live in LA. Yeah, I, yeah. I was work right here by Staples, and uh-huh. weekdays traffic. Terrible. Fuck, dude, yeah. took me forty minutes just to get what's ten minutes away. Yeah. at eight o'clock. Yeah. That's yeah. the only good thing about working weekends, man. Where are you? You you're local to here too? Uh yeah, pretty local. I'm more more like Ball Heights adopted okay. son. You know what I mean? I feel like <laughs> shit. I've been fucking spending a lot of time out here, but I am from Monterey Park. Mm-hmm. Um, that's where I spend a lot of my time. But you know, I started off in commerce, uh, and then my parents ended up splitting up. So I was out in Whittier for a bit too. Okay. You know what I mean? I want to get into that. I want to find out, get to know you a little bit. Okay, cool. Before cool. I introduce my guest, WakeTheFlockUp.net. You want to go? You check us out. You download all our past episodes. Yes, sir. Uh, recently, right now, or well, right now, we have uh, Burns from Mayday. I saw you know, that. Strange Famous that music. Right, right, right. We got him. We got another mate. Uh, we got another Strange Famous artist. Come. I think we're gonna have like three, three down, three coming down, and I'm, we're, we got we're aiming for the big fish. I know who you're aiming for. Well, it, it's it's I not can't. tech. It's oh, not it's tech, not tech. <laughs> but that's. I mean, look. So, hey, wait, tech is on the list, though, isn't he? Tech's on the list. list. I've seen it. I've tech's seen on the list. list. So we're always aiming for the wake the flock up wish list. We're always aiming, working our way up. But and I'll say I don't mind. We're working for Merce. We're working our way down to Merce. Yeah, okay. And it looks like it's I gonna just go saw down. Him live too. All right. Yeah. Nice. Like two weeks ago, whenever he was at the observatory, show was live. Yeah. Him and Ninth Wonder. Yeah. Was live, no, dude. No was so he's doing thing with a uh, uh, friend of the show, uh, propaganda. Propaganda. He's doing anything. So we're gonna. I think we're gonna be able to squeeze in an interview with Merce. But tech is always an option. Always, always uh, something we're aiming for to cross off a new name. Speaking of that, you can go and wake the flock net on the front page. You'll find the first name on our list. You got Slug from Atmosphere. Yeah, I seen that. That's we got dope. an interview with Slug from Atmosphere. That's just dope. Yeah, I Dude, saw that. It was it was great. It was amazing to me having. The number, because you know, like you go your top five. Yeah. He's like, 
one and two. Like it's just puck and slug, puck and sl- it's just like you know maneuvers back and forth. And uh, to be able to talk to him for as long as I did mm-hmm. for the interview that's out there now, it's I think like an hour fifteen. But uh-huh. we talked for like almost two hours. Uh-huh. And the rest of the stuff is all like just personal shit, you know, right. interview. But it was really dope. He was real humble, real friendly, and he just he had a lot to say. I could tell that he was eager to be interviewed. I don't know if it was by me, but he just wanted to say a lot of things. So he's yeah. like, you wow. know what? This reminds me. Right. You think you just caught him on that day? You know, maybe he was just like. There's artists that kind of you don't have to work too hard to get things out of them. So what? There's artists that I have to like. Maneuver certain things around so I can get more information out of yeah, them. Yeah, but yeah. then there's artists that'll just want to say stuff, and you just direct them. You just kind of push them with your questions and answers Definitely. into a certain. And that was easy for him. It was easy, you know. So uh, check that out. Wait to flock with Donnay. You'll you'll find atmosphere slug from atmosphere, and then you know Planet Asia, Medusa, Rocka. <sighs> Hell yeah. uh, Hopefully, eventually benefit, man. I seen that on the list. Yeah, Dude, benefit, benefits, cool people, Ooh. benefits, cool people. We've been we talked to benefit a couple times. Okay. It's just that he he's not local. Yeah, you know, but we are opening Coast, up to these yeah. new phoner things that uh-huh. uh, we're trying to develop, and I'm trying to find out how to run them through this shit. You know, so I can get mm-hmm. the good quality it deserves. Yeah, definitely. Uh, so what we're getting there. Uh, and then that way we're getting a Freddie Fox. I don't know if you know Bumpy Knuckles. Oh, would that yeah, would that yeah. still be with the phone interview? Would that still be? Like, would you still cross the name off the list from a phone interview? It didn't look like it was or, crossed off. That's why I said it. So <laughs> the reason that it wasn't crossed off is is um, I taught when I on the interview I told Slug, you know, I didn't do the twelve rounds, so I don't feel like I was able to cross it off. So what I said is like, you know, I have your name on the list. I usually cross our name off, but I want to ask you these twelve questions in person, and when I do that. Then I'll cross your name off, right? All right. Yeah, but I run the risk of it. never interviewing him again. He might yeah. just be like, "Or oh, I've already done it. There's no reason." Or you know, it might happen. Or you do it again, you know. Right. But technically, I did interview him, and he's there's a whole episode on him. Yeah. So I don't know how to feel about that yet. You know what I mean? No, that's, but that's a good question though. That's good. Yeah. I got no, no, I, I think <laughs> I would. I think that's that deserves to have the name cross off because you got the interview. Yeah, definitely. You know, and, and it's something you aim for. for and a then while. there's interviews that you do like 10, 15 minutes. Blah blah blah. blah. Does that really deserve? I mean, you technically did interview them. Mm-hmm. So now you kind of get into your own personal yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, definitely. But I don't know. I mean, if I'm satisfied with the interview, I think it qualifies, right? Mm-hmm. Well, you you as an interview... As the interviewer, yeah, yeah. 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 I, like when when we do the shit or I do a podcast, like I'm I'm literally just talking. So I'm like, I know I'm not really as much interviewing as I am just kind of just exchanging ideas with yeah. this individual so i mean to hear it from your perspective as the interviewer is it's pretty interesting to me i enjoy well that. uh not all podcasts have to be interviews right, right. Uh, if you go to and you listen to other podcasts it's not so much like hey i want to interview it's more like hey come and just talk with us exactly, exactly. and that's cool that's absolutely but lighter, mine yeah. specifically was i want to do interviews yeah yeah interviews. Get, get in get in depth with this person yeah. and, and get some you know and then if we've already done it like a uh, reverie or pause or whoever it is then i'm not just coming to shit to shoot the shit it's exactly. cool because i've already gotten that to that point yeah. mm-hmm. but with someone on that list like i want to like interview you like if you're on that list because i want to yeah. Uh, talk to you and get to know you a little better and stuff like that. But next week we have Supernatural on. We just finished up. That'll Shit. be released tomorrow. Dope. That's dope. So, dude, and talk about knowledge. And he had a lot to say about oh, a lot I of bet, these new man. cats. It and- was in a dope little documentary, The Art of Rhyme. Uh, yeah. or the Art of Freestyle, I think. Something like that. 
The Art of, uh, the art of Rap. Uh, uh, it was the one before the art of rap. It oh, was, really? Uh, it was the art of freestyle. Yeah, I think that's mm. what it was called. It yeah. was either the art of yeah, I think the art of freestyle. Because I remember seeing the art of rap. I was like, damn, they made another one. You know what I mean? Which I feel is more like uh, touches up, kind of like I guess mainstream wise, in my opinion. You know, because the the freestyle one, it was just underground cats, damn, just showing like their different opinions on what it is a freestyle could be, whether it's whether it's a uh, sporadic. Or just something pre-written. We broke pre-written and all that. He, yeah. he, we broke it down. We talked about it because uh, as a fan, I used to listen to the Wake Up Show, and on the uh, Wake Up mm-hmm. Show, they have the freestyle, freestyle, right? Yeah. And then but they, those it, were written. But here's the thing. So, written. but not, so like Eminem has an interview where he says um, that he would in uh, Gremlin writes like this too, which is I'm fascinated by. I can't, I can't imagine. He'll think of a line. And then he'll think of another line and then he'll memorize those two and then he'll think of another line and then he'll memorize those three. And then he'll do a whole verse in his head that way, but he'll never write it down so it's not written. Yeah. Right? So he says the Eminem justified that as a freestyle. Like, mm-hmm. it's never touched paper, bro. Yeah. So. Right. And then, but Supernatural's yeah. like, no, that's just but, writing a rap yeah, in your head. Yeah, yeah, because if we didn't have pen and paper, it's still technically writing because it's preparing well, something. Well, yeah, but you you can really, you can see how Eminem would be like, no, that's, yeah, yeah, that's no, no, how's it written? How's it written? Yeah, that's true. I mean, but there's other raps too. I mean, if it's fresh where no one's ever, ever heard this rhyme, you don't know whether I've written it or not. So, so, so then he goes, is that, it the allure? Is it, is it the allure to say it? Like, wow, that that's amazing. Or is it just another... Is it just another like kind of like yeah. a talent? Like I can shoot yeah. the ball off my forehead, yeah, but it caught. It, it's the same as if I fucking lay it up, but it's still two points. You know, what it's I mean? still two points regardless. But yeah. hey, I made points, yeah. and I did. You know, so yeah. it's kind of. And then he goes. He was talking to like a who was it? I think it was Grandmaster Cass, and they were debating uh, what freestyle really was, right? And he was saying, look, oh well, freestyle is you know you don't write it, and it can, you know you kind of think of a routine, and you come up. And he goes off the head or off the dome. That's different than a freestyle. Okay. So that you know, supernatural just being like this amazing freestyle. Yeah. He has room to debate. Like me, Definitely. I could never be like. <laughs> yeah. I could never Definitely. be like, no, you're wrong, Superman. <laughs> like, no, motherfucker, you're wrong. You can't do that yeah, yeah, to that like kind that. of category. Listen to the expert. So what yeah. do you? And what did he say? And he said that uh, he does off the dome. Because he obviously does, and we spoke about the routines that he does. He does the people hand him stuff, and he'll, yeah, yeah, yeah. and he'll, you know, he talks about that and how he feels about a certain artist. You guys have to listen to the show tomorrow. Mm-hmm. He feels that he's not getting the respect and props because he created that, like he brought that. That's his own thing that Supernatural Bat brought to hip hop was the oh. random stuff, objects, yeah. freestyle as a as a as a set. Right, and there's a certain artist out his now. Routine and now his routine. Who's who's took taking that routine and not giving him credit for. It. So he, we talk about that on the episode. Check that out. That's tomorrow, Wednesday. Wake the flock of Donet. Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, Yo, all that good listening. shit. I'm By this point, yeah, you guys know yeah, what's up. Today, sure. though, I'm here in what city is this? Boyle Heights. God, I gotta remember that. We're here in Boyle Heights, <laughs> and I'm sitting here with Mad Max. Yeah, yeah, and and mescalito. That's right, mescalito's been on the show. You yes, had your sir. own episode. That's right. Check you, it out, mescalito. You're a worker. You've been doing a lot. Yes, been staying busy, yeah. very busy, working with with cats, young right. cats, and and um, building the studio, paying the bills, and yeah, got a few projects too, and just been yeah, creating man. It's it's been fun, kind of writing it out, just kind of being, yeah. seeing the whole, seeing it all from the inside. Yeah. And, yeah. You know, walking around like, yeah, I'm Escalito. Nice right. to meet you. And and, <laughs> and uh, the the thing that I like is that you have um, people you work with. 
and, yeah. and you build with them and you've created this whole thing behind you guys, which is East of the River. Yeah. Whether you're talking about the brand or East of the River, not the podcast, right? Yeah, we have our own podcast. Well, right. you know, we're here in the studio. We're always mm-hmm. shooting the shit mm-hmm. like we're talking about. And I got inspired by Young Baca and by yourself and other people I see. And it's just like, man, for, for, for nothing less, just to be little time capsules that we can trip out. Yeah. Ten, you know, five years from now, ten years from now, like look at how we were thinking at that time. Look at that moment in time. It's, you know, it's, it's, it's crazy. the best thing, and it's awkward to hear yourself when you hear yourself. Because look, when I write, when I make a track, I listen to that shit like all the time. Like yeah, I'm just yeah. like, yeah. But when you're listening to a podcast, right? Uh, especially yourself back. So a track is already pre-written, understood how you're going to deliver it, and there's nothing like you don't want to le- go outside of those things because the beat. The tempo and then mm-hmm. they, you don't want to do it. But a podcast is all freestyle. It's all yeah. off the head. It's all <laughs> sporadic. So then you're thinking, this is really what you think about this specific subject. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And let's say you write a song about murder. But you can think about it as murder as you could be the victim, right? Right. What or you can write a song about what the killer went through before. Like yeah, there's yeah, these different angles. The perspective you want. But if I ask you straight out, what do you think about the death penalty and a po- podcast, you don't yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know what? He's there like, is something freeing about that, though, to be honest with you. There's something freeing about that because it's like, especially nowadays, you got the Facebook, you got Twitter, you got uh, Snapchat, the Instagram, like everything where it's like, you know, you're going to take a picture, you're going to post something, but it's premeditated still. You know, it's not. And then you, you, you erase. Just expre- yeah, yeah. And yeah, then you edit. Know. You're like, ah, oh, I misspelled. You or I did you, yeah. You're in a podcast, yeah. you ask the question, it's going to get answered, and that's kind of where it's going to be, you know? Yeah. <laughs> so, Matt, where did you. Get your start. Where are we from, first of all? Uh, well, I now reside in Monterey Park. Um, growing up, I started off in commerce, actually, at my grandma's pad. And then uh, my parents, at the time, they were able to uh, save up enough. We moved to Monterey Park. And then, unfortunately, they uh, got divorced. So my pops went out to Whittier. And then I spent some time out over there uh, my high school years. And then after that, came back to Monterey Park. Um, it's just a little bit easier being out here. It's, you know, more access to things that I'm doing, the studio, school, things like that. Um, but as far as, like, rhyming, um, yeah, that shit started out in Whittier. It's crazy. Um, I, I had my first freestyle, cypher, whatever you want to call it, um, out here, though, in East Los. But as far as, like, laying down tracks for things that I want to promote and put my life into, um, that, that started out in Whittier. And then, um, unfortunately... The dude that I was rhyming with, because we were the verbal villains, it was a duo. He kind of like, for whatever reason, you know, personal reasons, he just was done with it. I guess didn't want to push or whatever. How old were you, would you uh, say? When I started the, actually like taking it serious, I was about 18, like 17, turning 18. Because I remember when it was did like that my end? junior. With the, with, the, with, the uh, with the homie, that actually was not that long ago, maybe about 2012, 2013. So uh, he was what, like 23? We're the same age, yeah, we're the same okay. age. I was about, let's see, what was that? Fuck. 2013, damn, three years ago. I was barely actually like 21. We're both so like 21. 21. I don't and think you could drink. You couldn't drink when <laughs> yeah, I first met when you, I first you? met this dude, nah, I was 20. I, I think he was like 20. Well, legally, legally you yeah, couldn't legally. drink. Okay. Exactly. <laughs> and you didn't, of course, because you're a law-abiding citizen. You know, right? that's the way it should be. <laughs> I, yeah, I smell it. I can smell it. Uh, no, so the, the reason that I ask is because uh, you're gonna uh, when you're an MC, Right, mm-hmm. and you have an inkling on that stuff. I'm sure, like you did at a young age, you like poetry or music draws to you, or whatever. Yeah, definitely. And you don't really start 
you like oh it's cool it's cool but you don't really start doing anything about it till like you're around 16 17 like you start fucking with it a little bit and all that stuff and it starts developing into something and some artists find themselves very young like idea was like 16 and he started Mm -hmm. freestyling and then by 18 he was just like a beast right just because it it came so easy to him to develop that way but the one thing that i noticed is as as i was growing up is like you'd have a crew of like six heads right and you're all dope mcs by the time you get out of high school, like two of you are rapping still. Yeah. And the rest have just, they, they moved on and it's so yeah. easy for them. And then me being 30 now, thinking like, yo, I, I'm still having fun with this. I still love it. I'm still super excited. I still love the same MCs that I love back then. Yeah, I love now. Be, like, man. I can't, I couldn't understand what it's like to just be like, all right, I'm done with hip hop. Yeah. Just give it yeah. up. Just drop it. Drop. Close the, close the pad. Leave the pen inside. I, I couldn't figure that either. And, I think, I mean, that's why I'm still here, still willing to push. It's a passion, man. You know, you got to have the love for it because I think, you know, what it is, at least in my opinion, you know, like you're saying with the example of like six homies starting to rap, only two of them at the end is because they realize, damn, you know, it's not we're going to fucking blow up right away, which is to be honest, if you don't think that when you first start rapping, then I don't know why the fuck you got in it. Cause when I first started rapping with the homie, we were like, we're going to blow up. We finished our first mixtape. We're going to be sick. Everyone's going to bump us. Everyone's going to come out to the shows. <laughs> and it's not until that point that you realize like, damn, this shit is like, it's real hard work. No, it's not like people are going to fucking just automatically come listen to you because you think you're dope. You have to, you have to understand, actually, you got to, you know, appeal to people, you know what I mean? And I think at first, Maybe for a lot of MCs, at least that I've met, it was a form of expression. You know, it felt good to just fucking write problems, stresses, desires, fantasies, make them into songs. You know what I mean? And that's where I started in high school. That's what I was writing. I would just, I was, I was pretty decent in school, you know. So I would just kind of like whatever in the lectures and just go into my own world. Like I said, just write a song of something that was a fantasy or a desire. You know, something that I wanted and. It wasn't until, honestly, maybe after high school and around the time that my homie kind of just went his own way that I started realizing, like, you know what? What am I going to do? Like, damn, solo artist? Let's do it. Let's do it. it. You know? (laughs) And it just speaks to, like, how not everyone in this generation doesn't think this way, but not everyone is meant to rap. Like, you're not meant to do this, bro. Is what I like. Uh, you're not meant to do this. Uh, the reason that I'm still able to do what I'm doing, you still get that feeling, is because I am meant to do this. Yeah. And it's not that I'm better than you. It's not that you're a bad person. It's not whatever. It's but this is what I'm here to do, and I have found my calling. That's why life facilitates things for me to get done. Yeah, right. And that. and if you're ever wondering if you're on the right path, well, you know, pay attention to what life is telling you, because it'll be like, oh no, this is it. Like, trust me, just keep it going. People don't understand that and they want to fight when they want to argue with life. Like, no, 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 I'm an MC, yo, I'm an MC. Yeah. It's like, no, you're not. You never get around to get in a studio. You never really get around to sitting down. You don't really go to the shows. There's always something in the way rather than doing the next step yeah. that requires you being an MC. But you're fighting with life so much that now you're starting to get angry and you get bitter and you get this and you get that. This is not what you're meant here to do, yeah. right? It's crazy you say that because that's what I feel when working with Mad Max and Hollow and other people around me. I don't have to tell them to do shit. I don't have to fight them about it or or have me. You know, earlier in my career with people I met, it was mostly the homies just messing around with it. And yeah, fuck, I'm probably the last man standing. Even from other people that I, I thought that was a the thing they were gonna do to the fullest. Like I, I believed in these people, you know. And now I see my homies, and yeah, they they're not rapping no more. 
And I think we'll go, you know, like, and they see me doing this, like, dog, let's, let's roll. They see me rolling with these guys and I don't have to tell them anything to do. They just fucking get up and do it. And life facilitates it for them. Like you're saying, yeah, for whatever reason, it just works out for these. Oh, guys. Hey, they got the studio. We can afford the rent. They're super dope. It gives all everything we need. Okay, boom, and then yeah. facilitate. And it could have been like, oh, the then the then the uh, uh, landlord's an asshole. So that's a difficult. Or hey, you want to stay here? Cool. You don't. That's fine. You want to sign a lease? You don't want. Well, it's easier. It's life has this for yeah. you. This path that it, that you're walking is what we you're Google, meant to walk. I, I Yelp searched this. Look, place. you were just telling me it's like down the street from your house. Down yeah. the street from my house. I saw the address and I went nah. Can life be no. any more like yo? This and is it. I used to I used to walk on the streets, with no no homeless. Walk on the streets and look at the Seventh Street studios, like, like fuck. I just wish I could be in there. I'd fucking give my my fucking left nut to be in that motherfucker mm-hmm. right now. That that desperation, that hunger, like ah. And now I'm like, oh shit, I got my own spot, and I don't even notice it. I'm right here working two, three jobs to make this shit happen, and I'm like, wait, yeah. I, I actually, I appreciate it. You live hip hop so, uh, you live in hip hop often enough, it just becomes a normality yeah. to you. It's yeah. a normal thing, right? I, I got a text from Raskaz the other day. This is Raskaz, and I'm like, you know, like, but it's like, hey, now it's just like a normal essence yeah, yeah, thing yeah. that you're you're evolving yourself in. Can, do you remember when uh, that happened for you? Like when did the things started going in that direction for you? Like the one one moment. As far as like, um, where it was like, okay, yeah, you're an MC dude. Like, yeah, this is it. Uh, shit, man. Um, it was probably only maybe about like a year ago, man. To be honest with you, when um I was working on my my first uh, EP, the interim, and it was because I was promoting it so much, and I was just at that fucking stage where I was like, yes to every show. I'm down, I'm down, I'm down, fuck, I'll be tired as fuck from work, or whatever the hell I was doing, still going to show, fuck, I know I gotta perform, and I think that's when I realized, um, because more people were just kind of like, hey man, I've, I've been seeing you, you know, and even, I don't know, as insignificant as it might seem to someone, you know, even if it's through Facebook or whatever, to me, it's kind of like, shit, someone actually, like, recognized me enough to tell me, like, fuck, you've been doing some good shit, you know, it's not that... You're performing well. It's like your music. I like it too. And I think, yeah, it was maybe around the time that I released my my EP. So probably at the end of last year that I started getting that like sense of like, damn, okay, like I'm homies with some dope ass fucking MCs too, you know. Or I could just hit up like a couple cats. I feel like they'd be cool. It's like Spliff, you know what I mean? He's a cool ass cat. Gave me his number. Like we chopped it up the first time, and I'm sure if I hit him up now, he'd be down to do some shit. Namek, another cool ass cat, you know what I mean? We had a conversation one time at the at B side actually, and um, it's just it's a trip, man. I guess because like he's saying sometimes we put so much hard work in, you, you forget to look around, and you know I feel like just we as humans need to give ourselves a pat on the back sometimes, you know? Like, hey, I fucking did this shit, and I mean we did this shit as as far as like a unit, you know? Put made the studio possible. We we had very very similar visions and it just lined up and you know like you said life facilitates man i somehow met this dude months prior to to when the homie said you want to stop rapping and actually that's how we put on our first show together because it was supposed to be a release show Mm. and then the homie fell through so i told him dude he fell through i don't know what i'm gonna do i mean i'm i'm fucking down to keep rapping whatever it is he's like all right here's what we're gonna do make it a showcase and that's how, fuck, honestly, that shit ends up with us meeting Mike Real, American Revolver, Killer Tech. That's Kill the first Tech. time I met 
Kill Attack. It was crazy. Shadow like, Black. I held auditions in my backyard. Yeah. Because I was like throwing a lot of shows at the time. So I'm like, I don't want to just let any fool on. I told Matt Max, instead of us throwing your release, let's just throw a dope-ass show. We'll have cats compete to get on the show, and the winners will fucking make them a video. You know, we'll make it worth their while. We'll get them some promo and fucking, you know, blow them up. What's up? Because they have to be dope. So I hit up people I know, like older heads that kind of put me out when I was first coming. I'm like, hey, I want you guys to judge this shit. And it ended up like... You know, cracking. I was yeah. I was tripping out. I put it out. Dope. I it threw it out really there, dope. and and a lot of dope MCs came through, and a lot of people who were just on that brink, like they seemed like they needed that push. Killer Tech was one of them. You know, he's a he's he's a fast rapper. He has a Tech Nine yep. influence, and and you know he it seemed like he just needed that that stage just to come and display his his fast raps, yeah. and everyone was like, God damn, this fool could spit. Fucking quick as hell, you know. Hell and even yeah. now, he's still developing as an artist, and he he has he has um a lot of like places to grow and everything. But it's it's a trip that that one event brought in a lot of people that now I still fuck with heavy in my life. And it's yeah, a trip. it was it was it's it's dope because that spot that it happened at is down the street from here as well, the M Bar on First Street, which is crazy because it was it was a cracking show and, and like that was the last time I ever damn. had a fucking DJ a, a, a show from my laptop. <laughs> I was literally, de- the DJs would rank on me. I would DJ the show yep. from my laptop with everyone's fucking thing. And I'd be up there hosting and I'd get yep. people in, host the show from my laptop, be DJ, <laughs> while talking shit up on yeah. the mic and keeping people entertained where they didn't fucking bounce, you know? Yeah. Knowing that I'm throwing together a yep. bootleg ass show yep. in my heart of hearts. Dude, it's, it's, <laughs> it's crazy. And you go to these shows and you're like, dude, you go to shows and some of them suck, bro. Yeah. Some of the shows suck. And even as much as you love hip hop, you're just like, it's so sloppy. It, it, the energy's off. That, it's so off. That's like, the thing that we like. We if we have a show. We bring energy, energy where it's like we're having energy. a great time. It's exactly. only contagious. We don't come in yeah. acting like all too cool and shit. And even back then, I'd be on the mic making fun of myself or you know having fun with people in yeah. the crowd, drinking. So the shows would flow a lot better. But I knew in my heart of hearts, like man, my production has to be better than this. And like right around that Definitely. time is when I met DJ Drastic. Yep. Boom, got the fucking DJ who just this fool is a fool who. You got 40 bucks on it. He's going to be the fool who drives through traffic with his whole system and does it on the strength in 40 bucks. Like, damn, dude. So when he gets a big wedding or a big show and he's fucking getting those five bills, you know, we're happy as fuck for him. Like, fool, you deserve (laughs) that shit. It is not easy being a DJ who's down for the... I don't meet a lot of DJs who are down for the cause. It's a lot lot to ask from from like a DJ DJ. It's a lot to ask for like tables and crates. That's his passion. He loves to DJ. And that's what's up. It's dope to meet someone who loves... Their art just as much as you and love. We couldn't do it without your him. art. I could. We couldn't even have this place open if it just wasn't for the unit, the fucking yeah. four people, five people who just make this shit. And that's what emerged go. though from that show. And that's what's crazy is like, despite the the the, the ranking of the DJ, every 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 artist fucking killed it, and it was a it was a good ass crowd. Like there was a lot of people there, and I remember that was just my first solo show. Felt so good. Like I felt like it was a breaking away. Like. This is a new point in my life, and the energy—not just my own, but everybody's that performed town—it was just sick, man. So you think that was one of those moments where it was like, okay, this is it. This is what I'm supposed to be doing. This is right. Oh, definitely, man. And like, I can't say that I didn't feel that with the homie, but you know, like, whenever there's more than one person, uh, there's always going to be disagreements. You know what I mean? Unless it's something like this, I don't know. Yeah, it's weird. We 
we don't ask much from each other. You know what I mean? Like, we keep each other on point as far as, like, me, Mescalito, and, and Hollow Visions and stuff like that. Even, like, DJ Drastic. We keep each other on point, but it's not like we're not nagging at each other. We're not telling each other every day, hey, what the fuck, bro? Why ain't you, do- why ain't you doing this? Why ain't you doing that? Because it's like we know that it's like, come on, you're either going to do it or shit. We're going to keep moving because that's how it's always been with us. We're just going to keep fucking moving. And that's kind of why me... Mescalito and Hollow are right here in the fucking studio. You know what thing. I mean? So, <clears throat> you come from uh, you, you're LA, LA kid, right? Yeah. Mom and dad? Yeah. Uh, you, uh, they're separated now, right? Separated now. Okay, but you got brothers and sisters? I do. Um, I got, well, shit. So, my mom had two kids before she married my dad. So, I got an older brother and older sister. And then after my dad, she had a, a daughter. So, I got a little sister. And then my pops. From his marriage, I guess uh, his wife now, she already had like three or four kids. Man, so you had a whole squad of, so, of brothers and sisters. Yeah, man, it's, it's okay. crazy, you know. What, do they do they know what you do? Does they moms know? know? Do. Everybody pretty much You guys knows, all have yeah. mustaches. Now, I, uh, I was going to bring up the stash you know because what? the stash is, <laughs> Dude, is one of a kind. It is. I got to tell you, it's a Not anyone can pull off the mu- a mustache, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Especially in hip-hop, you don't see a lot of mustaches. Yeah, I feel like I don't either. Hey, I know. never thought I of that. To keep my There's group. not a lot of Name mustaches. another artist that has a mustache. I've been thinking about getting the patent you know i'm not gonna lie shirts or something man. Shit, dude. dude it should just be like it should just be like your eyebrows your hat and a mustache <laughs> like the lowrider magazine yeah there you go <laughs> like the lowrider but logo. you know you could you could make the shape out of it you could just like be yeah, your no, hat definitely. and it's just like a stash and that would be I your think brand it just needs to get stenciled up man that's what needs to happen yeah. but uh, no that's, that's dude, do your brothers man. have stashes too no dude that's from my grandpa it's from my grandpa my brother my brother fucking baby face honestly that food don't okay let's get into it when did the stash come about uh shit i think when i was about 20 maybe like 21 yeah yeah like 21 i, I started like fuck i think i'm gonna grow it out you know yeah see what's going on it looks like it's like getting more and more in less time so i was like fuck it i'm gonna do it and man yeah. if you saw me then it was just whoo what that like I I don't know I feel like I look like a super beaner because like I didn't trim it didn't shave it this shit was like this fucking long <laughs> like all the way down to almost like my chin like yeah. might as well just got a goatee and everything but you know I kind of wised up I started looking at pictures really looking at them and yeah. I was like you know I don't know if I like how I look with that long ass mustache I don't even know how to explain it dog. yeah the Pancho crazy. Villa mustache is almost this we used to say that actually yeah so I that's, think that was around the time so I, I kind of trimmed it up a bit you know got wise to the game I, had, I was trying to grow the like a beard like a uh-huh. whole face beard and I couldn't get the mustache right it just it just it, it was too big so then I tried to trim it and I fuck it up and then I have to <laughs> sh- I just I couldn't work it it's too much work, dude. The yeah, stash is too much work. Definitely. I mean, luckily, I just got my stash, and it, it is work. How the ladies feel about work. the stash? Man, well, luckily, my lady now says she's cool, you know? So she, she, gives, a, <laughs> she gives a kisses. I'm like, all right. You know, okay, just she, imagine a little caterpillar, yeah. you know? It'll be okay. So she's cool with it. Yeah, she's cool. Okay. Luckily, you know what I mean? Yeah. If not, I mean, I would just tell her to hopefully she'll be cool with it soon yeah. enough. So you're time. not shaving the stash? It's not going nah, nowhere? Man. Nah, man. I feel like. I look at pictures now without the stash, and it looks weird to me, you know? So I don't know how the world thinks I look without a stash. My mom's always like, oh, you look better without it, but... 
You look I'm, better without it, but you know, I think you, the you stash look is becoming a part of Mad Max's persona. Oh man! So I think you got to keep the stash. Todd, you got to get you gotta, and you got to come out with a little comb. Man, that's what the I've been doing. A little like tres flores. I'm not right gonna there lie, that's dude. Sometimes I'm just like right here. I'll be like all faded and deep thigh, just stroking it. Like I do that with my beard too. Like I'll grab my beard and I'll just be thinking, I'm like, yeah, yeah, no doubt. That was a sick yeah, rhyme, yeah. huh? And then like you're in, a, you, you realize you're in an interview with two other people, and you're like, oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> then you, you start trolling it like, like, uh, yep. My bad My bad yep. But you know I just take it as uh, Mezcal's just I mean jealous. look at me I mean I, I'm 28 <laughs> yeah. And this, look what I Look what I've managed To grow dog Whiskers Like that's it There's no more it's Like that's it <laughs> no. Like this is me Not shaving for like Six months <laughs> Fuck forever I haven't shaved Damn. like Like in like four months You're dude. so Dude I'll shave Like I'll shave One side of my face And then I'll start shaving The other And then it'll grow already Like, wait a second. <laughs> like it's just <laughs> Like you like, like Wolverine Yeah it's just, it's just like Homer Simpson You know he shaves one side By the time I start on the other It's already like Beginner Dude I'll grow a full beard In like easily two weeks Just like don't shave for two weeks I got a beard See I because Blessing I can't grow hair, I'm like, man, I wish I could grow a beard. But then I hear Blessing like, in a curse. you're better to just better have blessing and a curse. Facial hair, blessing and a curse. I'm with that. Definitely, man. <laughs> you know, it's cool. It's got me in some pretty good situations. Not gonna lie, we look a little older, and it's like it oh, works out in that sense. Okay, you know? okay. Oh, I feel you. But, uh, I'm with you. The There's some mustaches mustache that you can't. You, some people ruin. Like you can never. Like, like the, the Hitler stash? Oh, yeah. That's like, gonna... no one ever in history can have another Hitler stash. Yeah. Like, ever. Like, it just, you don't do. And a lot of people had that stash back in the day. That was like did, a, did they? That I was know, a fashion well, of I don't know if that's true. Because... Yeah, yeah. Like... Um, I know Charlie Chaplin had it. Chaplin had it, but like like intellectuals would have it, and you know, just just it was that. Like a, it, just was that. Like it was a sign of like, no, it was no like a like we're a part like, of a fucking group. Yeah. We like, all got this little like, piece. You know, like usually skinny lip. looking, you know, fucking cold face looking. I don't cult. think you're going to see a real big guy, <laughs> big burly guy, and he's just got this little stuff. A hollow like, visions. That look a right. hollow visions with that? Yeah. Just Jesus. Like, uh, no, it's just like, uh, it's it just, I, I, I like, don't remember seeing like any other like celebrities or politicians with that stash besides oh, Hitler. Thank God. Imagine. Well, he fucked it up for everyone. Yeah, yeah. I don't think anyone would want it, though. Well, it. you know, I, I would rock it. I would rock <laughs> the, the, but see, it looks weird because you're referencing Hitler right away. You're true, like, oh, that's no, that's no bueno. You can't escape it. The hand, I like the handlebars, the the one, the... That's basically what I had when I'm saying I didn't know how to tame it, but it was like super handle. I don't even know how to... Like a handlebars for a really big kid. Like, see, that's like a hipster thing. And then the devil, the devil like ruined the that, the stash thing. Oh yeah, the ghost. That, yeah, you say ruined that one. Little wing. Oh, that's true. The ones that just go. He looks like the devil. <laughs> you can't be trusted. And they're with like sharp. Like that. Yeah, <laughs> like, dude, dude. There's some pe- people you don't trust just off their face. You're like, you're nah, like, I don't know about this motherfucker. Know, right here. He got a devilish <laughs> fucking goatee. I don't, I don't trust this motherfucker. Trust it, huh? Trying Pointy, to sell me insurance, and he's just he looks shady as shit. Pointy as fuck. Hell no. That's funny. I like that. Like the average non-existent middle class man, I ain't bugging. Red-
better working like Bernie when times get difficult I swear it one year I went from minimal to pivotal Turn audio to visual But you would never figure Brown skin mustache Probably think I pull a trigger really I get the picture like you handed me the cannon But the need for change is that it's highest in demand And I know deep inside my heart this gonna work That's why I spill an ounce of blood in every motherfucking verse I tried normal Yeah that life it ain't for me Like trying to feed a vegan meat Or getting a crack it off that piece Impossible, improbable I'm talking slim to none I give a fuck just let me live my life Until the trip is done Life's a trip, Life's a trip. I'm, riding it. I'm riding it And I admit, and I admit I'm highish I'm high-ish. We making it up as we go along So long We hitting the road, killing the show And letting the note till we gone Your life's a trip, Life's a trip. I'm riding it I'm riding it And I admit, and I admit I'm highish I'm high-ish. We making it up as we go along I'm talking new cities, fan songs and venues Pack back to back, sleepless nights off the menu Miss that home cooked meal, so I'ma send you a postcard Thank you for pushing me so hard My next goal's to throw a show on Mars And show the world that we all got scars I think we need a heal, I think we need to keep it chill Rather than keep it real, demonstrate the skill Don't just talk shit, leave a bigger imprint For the next generation's feet to fill My life's like trying to get the budget for a feature film Fuck it, I'm independent, so I seek the thrill And only talk to real investors, our secret sealed You know how it go with these road shows Four nights, three hours of sleep and a sore nose Lord knows, body gon' be fucked up when you're old I'll tell you all about it when I get home But now life's a trip, life's a trip. I'm riding it, I'm riding it. And, I admit, and I admit I'm high as We making it up as we go along So long, we hitting the road, killing the shows And letting them know till we gone Life's a trip, life's a trip. I'm riding it, I'm riding it. And, I admit, and I admit I'm high as We making it up as we go along So long, we hitting the road, killing the shows And letting them know till we gone So they like what you do. They're with it. Oh, my family. Yeah, man. Honestly, uh, I think I'm pretty sure they've heard my music, so they understand the content. And I've explained it as best I could to somebody who doesn't at all listen to hip hop. You know, what, what, is, I mean? what about your mom specifically? What is she? My say? mom specifically, um, she just supports me. She honestly is always supporting me, which is a good thing. Um, supported my independence. Mm-hmm. Uh, She's all yeah. She's always just been like, "Fuck it, you're gonna do it. You're gonna do it." You yeah. know what I mean? And she's been seeing the steps since day one, so she obviously okay. knows it hasn't yeah. been just this kind of like fuck around thing. I'm gonna go try and. She be knows a world it's superstar. not just a phase. Yeah, no, definitely. Because this Good. has been shit. What is almost seven years? Now? Yeah. Yeah, Eight years now. So this is what you are. This is who who she knows that this is good for you. It's at least she trusts it. Yeah, I like that. That's good. Thankfully, man. Yeah, because I'm convinced my mom still has no idea what I do. <laughs> really? <'Cause> she, <laughs> she, dude, she'll ask me like, 
uh, what are you do? I mean, you do a radio like what are you doing on the radio can I, where can I listen to it like what station is it on uh-huh. like and it's just like no it's not it doesn't work like that you gotta go on the internet mm-hmm. oh, okay. but can I hear it in Spanish like no you can't hear it in Spanish like <laughs> you should do all Spanish well, podcasts I wanna do I wanna do one episode cause my grandma asked me the same thing that uh, we got featured in the OC Weekly and there's like our pictures and all that stuff and I told them and, and then so they, were, you, they were loving that well you know what happened my sister calls me and she's like why didn't you tell me you were on the newspaper? Because I don't tell them anything. I'm just like, whatever. I live in my life. And my wonder, she goes, I went to the store. But you know that and, they see and, it or hear about it or like and I'm like, Facebook or something. Yeah, right? and I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah. And then my mom, why didn't you tell me that you went on it? Why are you? And she's like, oh, because the radio show, blah, blah, blah. She's like, oh, my God. What, where can I listen to it? What station? What channel? Like, and she's like, what do you? She has no idea, right? It's like 2016, yeah, a lot dude. of people are on the internet now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We've converted. Dude, we try to get her Facebook. She just she just doesn't know nah, how it works, bro. She's nah, not with dude, it. Dude, I got a story for you. Okay. All right, look. I I, I told you this one. No, all right, I'm going to air it out right here on Wake the Flock. Yeah, I haven't told it. nobody this <laughs> shit. I so I get a fucking text from my dad, and he's like, man, you know, I'm proud of you. I'm really proud of you. Keep working hard. Keep chasing your dreams. And I'm like, what the fuck? You know, I'm, I mean, that's cool. I was like, that's cool. But it was a random ass text from my dad He's drunk and i thought he heard that i was going to colorado you know to go do some shows so maybe that's what he caught wind of so you know i i play it i downplay it very humbly like thanks dad you know i'm just going to colorado for a few shows not to anything big just going out there but you know i appreciate that thank you and my brother sends me a text there's some fool on 99.1 kggi and me and him strike a very familiar resemblance. That sucks. This dude looks like me. So my brother screenshots this fool dog, and he got the snapback on the whole thing. Like, no. I thought it was me, dog. That's how much he looks like me. So I'm like, my brother sends me the fucking text with the screenshot, and it says, I sent dad this message, and he goes, make sure you congratulate Mickey. He just landed a huge job at KGGI. He's on the radio. Sends him the screenshot of the fool. And my dad doesn't even recognize his own son, thinks that's me, convinced, and hits me up and tells me that, Damn. dude. Damn. Oh, and before you, well, at least at least it was it was more congratulatory. It wasn't like, oh, hey, can you, you know, we could use some money over here. I know you're making big money now. Like, it was, uh, no, I'm sure that would have been next if he would have fucking. Hey, so when you're moving out, like, oh, hey, whoa, <laughs> you get your own house yet? Yeah, did, did you get that KGGI or condo oh, or something? Oh, or now what? you can pay rent, right? Okay. Dude, my brother got he burned me nasty. My brother does comedy, so shout out to that motherfucker. Check him out, dark and darker comedy. Okay, right. But damn, he got me good on that one. Uh, so mom's is cool with it. Pops is cool with it. Pops is cool. Whole family supports Whole you. They're family. with it. Whole family. Okay. With hey, it. Now you you mentioned you have a girl. Yeah. Uh, uh, you're not married or nothing, but it's it's, it's your lady, right? Yes, yeah, my lady. How does she feel about it? Because it's important. People, I don't think we bring up that subject enough. Because, oh, yeah. dude, like today, uh-huh. look, this weekend I went through some shit with my wife. Uh-huh. My wife now, but she was my girlfriend for six years for a long time, right? And she's been seeing it all, dude. Like, go to shows that are dope. Mm-hmm. And then shows that suck. Mm-hmm. And then me going to work, uh, you know, getting out the shows at 2 o'clock in the morning. Oh, I got work at 5. Like, yeah. she's seen it. She's, you know, she's been there through it. So now it's a, it's a normal thing. It's a mm-hmm. normality. But I, I, can't, I couldn't imagine her coming into my life now mm-hmm. and, like, seeing it and having an issue. Like, I don't think we would work because yeah. I'm too, too deep now to, like, let anybody or anything You're fuck it up. That's the way it's right? supposed to be if you really want to. Do it, pursue any. I think any entertainment, right. really. You know, yeah, you need to be wholeheartedly in it. You you need to be because somebody else is. 
and they're gonna do it. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? And and you might think you're dope and you might be dope, but that person's dope too. And if you're not gonna show up, mm-hmm. then they already got the spot. There it is. You know? Yeah. But what is she what does she say about Oh man, I got like ten thousand percent to be honest, because uh she's actually a rapper herself. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. All right, all right. Um actually up and coming artist uh-huh. uh, named Kiddo. Uh-huh. Um so yeah, she's pretty much been with it. I mean she she makes her own music too. You know, she's, uh, like I said, up and coming, though. So right now she's uh, building a little portfolio. I think she's working on, like, an EP. Did you know she was an MC when you met her? I did. I okay. did. And that's how we met. Um, well, that's how we even initiated a conversation was because of music. Um, we were at the time, before we got the this studio, I was going to uh, a homie over in Commerce named Falcon. Shouts to him, Birdcage Studios. Um, and I guess he ended up booking the session with her too. So she ended up hearing my music and then just like hitting me up like, Hey dude, uh, dope shit, you know? And then I was like, all right, cool. And then I asked Falcon, he told me about her, show me some music. And I was like, she actually gets down. And you know, for me, like, it's not, I don't know. I'm, I, I, I'm not like a lot of motherfuckers in the sense of like, Oh, it's a chick rapper. Like, Oh yeah, it's sick. Like, nah, man. Like, I don't want to hear the fucking whiny voice. Honestly, my opinion, I don't like that whiny voice shit. And you really got to be saying something still. It's not just because, like, you're a chick, you're going to get accepted. What, what? Like, come on. You know, this is a real skill still. Like, regardless of gender, you just, you need to deliver. And uh, she did. So she told me my shit was dope. I told her too. And we were just friends for a good while. I actually brought her into the scene, um, at least, like, as far as what we were doing. And I introduced her to some to some cool people too. She made her own contacts as well. So it was cool like, to see her just grow. But, um,. Man, yeah, it's like you're saying, I don't know if I could really see, like, a relationship with someone that is, like, going to be questioning or just, even not just questioning, but kind of, like, even though they know what you're doing, still give you a hassle kind of thing, well, you know? Well, and this is what I've discovered, it's just the time that I've been alive and having to deal with girls and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. It's, <clears throat> and it's just, you know, just people in general in your life, they they look at what you do as a choice, right? Yeah. But, and, and I don't mean this with any kind of... Uh, uh, braggadocious type of way at all but it's like we're an artist as much as the painter is an artist like this is art this is our form right. of art that we have spoken to us that you know that we have so you wouldn't tell that to a sculptor or an artist be like oh you, this is a choice you wouldn't tell Picasso that and I'm not saying comparing levels but what I'm saying is when someone is in essence an when, art, yeah, when, you're, when you want to do that it's not really a choice it's yeah. not because you wouldn't be happy uh, you would still you would have this craving of not knowing what's itching at you but you mm-hmm. know it's something that you need to let out something that needs to speak and if they and if you would stop doing that then you would stop being you exactly and then who who are who? they in love with then yeah, you know what i mean yeah. and when it comes to girls they see it as oh like you know you go to the studio again or you're staying out doing these shows blah blah, blah. they see it as a choice so it almost looks selfish and it kind of is because you have something that you need to let out so you're thinking about you, yeah. but then it becomes more than that. You get involved in hip hop, and it's like, oh, you know, you really think you're doing something for hip hop, and it's a positive force to hip hop. So then you're just like, well, it is for me, but at the same time, like I feel I have something important to give, and yeah. and people don't see that. You know, right. your boss don't give a fuck. You know, your neighbors don't give a nah, shit. That's true, man. They, it, it's just different. You know what yeah. I'm saying? It's I've like been, I've been going through that very heavy with, yeah. with my job right now, dude. Like, and they shouldn't give a fuck because right. you're at work. It's like, yeah. yo, you're not, it's we don't. Hard to translate. So I just shut up. Yeah, because they're not gonna understand. They're, so I just, I'm like, they're not supposed to understand. They're not supposed. Mm-hmm. You're there at work, yeah. and it's like, uh, unless it's a very specific type of work, most of the time it's like, okay, dude, show up on time, do your job, 
goodbye. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah. And that's it. It's simple and easy, right? They don't care that you came in late because you were up till three in the morning because you didn't get home till then because you had a show to do. Like, it's not their business. Yeah. But when you talk about a relationship, now it's like a female kind of thing. Yeah. It's more personal. It's more, you want them to understand. You need them to understand. But they don't, they don't see it. They don't understand what it is. I don't know if it's a blessing or a cursing that your girl's an MC because. Oh, man. I, Trust me. I, I already have gone through like. Yeah. In my head, I've gone through already like, well, shit. I mean, she is dope. She was gonna, you know. What if she sucked like though? That. What if she oh, wasn't dope? But she was still, you but know, you she still looks. Love her. You yeah. want to support her? Huh? No, 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 no. But I mean, Say like, initially though, oh. initially, like, if even boys like, yo, I got this, like, oh, I'll check it out. And it was just like, uh, yeah. Like, then she honestly, was, it probably would have never. Banging when she it, walked it, in, like, <laughs> but yeah, but she was damn, like smoking hot, and, and you're like, but you guys hit it off. I mean, shit. What if it was like snow the product, but like garbage? Just like, but she walked in, like you're. Here. No, no, I know. Okay, okay. Let's say your boy invites you to this studio, right? You're chilling, and you and you hear the speakers, and whoever's in there, you're like, "Oh my god, what is dude?" Yeah. And then she walks out, and she's like, like a ten. Oh. Well, see, you know what? First thing I gotta say is, while well, we talking like a relationship, yeah. if we're talking relationship, that's always different, man. Like somebody that you're gonna be with, someone that you really want to be with. I really would, regardless. It would come like, up, right? It would, like, it would come up. But also, I, so like she like, would eventually ask you, "So, what do you think?" Like, you know, and you'd be like, <laughs> "Man, no, that's why." From the beginning, I would just be like, "Honestly, well, uh, like say 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 quiet. happened exactly how it happened. Quiet. If yeah. it was if it was if if she didn't have good music, I probably would have left nah. it at thank you." Appreciate you appreciating my music, and that's it. You know, okay, because that's that was the I hit her with this. Yeah, what do you think? You think you're dope? Oh, you gotta if answer you her think, question with you, a question. Yeah, do you think you're reverse, dope? Reverse psychology. If you, if you think you're dope, if you think you're dope, <laughs> yeah, then it's all good. I tried the reverse psychology. <laughs> I don't know if it works, bro. Because I, like, I went up to this chick. It's like you don't want to blow me. Nah, you don't want to blow me. You don't want to blow me. You don't want to. You that didn't work. You don't want to blow. Me. That didn't it didn't work. work. It didn't work. I was like, I thought she was gonna be like, what if I do want to blow? I thought, but it didn't work. Yeah, Man. I don't. I tried that twice. It didn't work. <laughs> <laughs> you're like two for two. No. Ah! And then I got married, so now I can't do it anymore. You know what I mean? Well, but yeah, I used to go to random shows like you don't want to blow. Hey, you don't, tr- called, trust me. It's called trial and error. <laughs> trial and error. I think I think if you had to ask the third, <laughs> she would have been like, "Fuck you! Don't tell me what I don't want to do." I would go to like a feminist rally. And be oh. like, you're not gonna tell me what I want to do or not. If I want to blow you, I will blow you. Like, yeah. hey, you, you better not. You better not. Like, you, you, you're not strong enough to blow. I'm not strong enough. How dare you? You know, it won't, it won't work out. Oh, that's how it plays out in my brain over and over again. Uh, no. So you. So okay. So your girl was an MC, and if she wasn't good, you don't think you would have. Move forward with the relationship. Oh, a, a relationship? Hell no, nah, man. Okay. Because that would, like you said, that would have came up and I would I'm not one to fucking, how, how would I make it through so many lies? Like, Jesus Christ. And then probably you have to be like, oh, you're coming to the show, right? You're going to see me perform. Like, God damn, I ain't going to go to that show. I got something else to do. <laughs> like, I'll watch these singing competitions and they'll have, the, you know, the ones that people that never make it on and they'll show you like their whatever, like American Idol show. And I'm thinking like, yo, what if... Ooh. How you the dude and be like, yeah, baby, yeah, we gotta go. Dude, we, gotta, we gotta drive you to American Idol and no. you gotta sing it forever. Can't you? Won't you be like, 
Hey, because hey, hey, listen, because listen, girl, listen, listen. <laughs> that's easier than dealing with telling her no. I think you know, going no. through all the driving yeah. is but easier than telling her no. Question your dreams. Shit, what is the choice? Do you want to be the heartbreaker, Dude. or do you want to just be like, hey, let them on their own? Some people ain't never gonna learn but, until they true. But, Very but, true. But you also want to save them from themselves. You don't want to be like. Uh, you're like, oh, you, millions of people are going to see this. You don't want to be like, ah, and you're like, oh, <laughs> <God>. <laughs> yeah, no, baby, you did great. You did yeah, great. I, Fuck them. Sorry, don't know what the see? fuck is, you know. Hey, that, that means they're both living in denial and they're meant for each other. God damn it. That's what that means. All right. All right. Okay. So <laughs> if she had been whack, you wouldn't have followed, but uh, you would have also, were you open to just a relationship with a civilian, a regular. Yeah, yeah, which okay. I've, I've had before. You okay. know what I mean? Yeah. And, uh, what do you see the biggest differences between these two relationships? Uh, the the understanding of what I'm doing. Like like we're saying, you know, the that it's not really a choice. It's it's my life. You know what I mean? Um, before, it was just too much. Like, to be honest with you, man, it kind of sucked. And, like, uh, yeah, I dealt with it. But it's like, you know, for, it's only for so long. You're just going to be like, you know, I'm, you know where I'm at. You know I'm going to be here. You know what I'm doing kind of thing, you know. I don't like that repetition. Mm, I like yeah. being free of negative energy. Just if I, I could be straightforward. I don't <laughs> mind the arguing. I hate the repetitive arguing. Yeah, like that's the what same I'm saying. The fucking the, the, subject. Yes. That angers me. I know the same shit. Yeah, that sucks. Look, you're when gonna you, fight. I get it. I'm gonna do this. Yeah, so I'm gonna do stupid happen. things. You're gonna, gonna do something. I get it. But if you coming back to the same argument, you don't if then we're just in a fucking retarded circle. We're just running around. You got to pay for things one time. Around. You're going to pay for it. You're going to fucking drop the axe. Yeah. Drop the axe. But you're going to get one to- and, one and, shot at and it. And when I tell uh, my... Okay, so sometimes she'll listen to the podcast and she'll be like, why Why did you say you went up to two girls and told them to blow you? Why? Well, you're a married man. You can't be... So what I do is, is this is what I tell her and what I've told her and what I will tell her is like, I am not going to apologize for anything I see on the show. Like, that's just... You know this. This is the line where it's just not gonna cross it. Yeah. First of all, because it's not an act, but it's me turned up to number ten. Right? Yeah. Not that it's a lie, but it's just it just it's a show. It's at the, the same time in which you get to just exactly say that shit. say that shit. Exactly. But it, it's also not. A, I'm not about performing. Yeah. You know, this is me, but it's just me turned up. And on the show, I also need to think about the listeners. I need to think about the, everything. This other shit. So I'm not going to apologize for anything I say. But I'm also not going to be disrespectful to you on the show. I'm not going to be like, whatever. You know, I'm not going to talk about our sex life. I'm not, that's not what I'm going to do. But this is the line that I draw. And as an MC, yeah. you can be like, okay, whatever it is. But this line of me having to go to do shows, me going to the studio, like, it's not, you can't cross this line. Yeah. I love you to death, but... This is who I am, and yeah. if I were to forfeit that, then I wouldn't be who you love. I wouldn't be that person you want to be with, right? And it's good to be turned up, man. And just because my mind works the way it does, bro, like, shit, I don't know. You saying turned up just for some reason made me think, like, shit, dude. Too many fucking youngsters, in my opinion, nowadays are too fucking turned up. You know what I mean? You're saying turned up in a good way, but I mean fucking talking about getting fucked up, doing a lot of drugs as far as, like, just because everyone's doing like all right and i feel like it's always been like that in society you know influences you're with your friends you want to have a good ass time but i feel like now more than ever man it's 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 a super lifestyle where it's just like let's get fucked up for no reason Mm -hmm. just get fucked up to see who could get the most fucked up and i'm not gonna say i'm a fucking saint shit i just got back from vegas about a week ago man i was a week of chaotic reckless 
fun times. But, yeah. Yeah. but I feel like, you know, there's a time and place for everything. You know what I mean? It, you Kids, damn, it's crazy, man. Just because I got a little sister and it just trips me out. And I'm thankful that she thinks the way she does. You know, she, she's she's on the right track, it seems like. But a lot of the youth is, is really misguided, which is unfortunate. And it sucks. I'm not blaming on technology, but like, damn, man. It's like, what the fuck? do these kids have to believe or see or have as influences, man, when, you know, they got so much pressed in their face, media, who doesn't have a TV, who doesn't have a tablet or smartphone, what kid don't you see playing, fiddling with the their mom's iPhone, fucking little babies now, you know, and I don't know, man, just just because you said that, it made me really think of that, and it, to me, like, as a person, dude, like, I, I want to see more people putting the getting turned up to the side, you know, or having it more of like how it used to be, kind of like a celebration kind of thing, you know, not just like, fuck, especially I've worked with artists, dude, where it's like every little achievement, it's like, all right, let's get fucked up now, like, we just, we just did it, we did a cool show, we did a cool show, let's yeah. get fucking trash, and it's like, dude, I, like, we had a dope-ass show, yeah. we had some other cool shows, like, it's all right, man, we need to keep having consistently good shows you know it's not something like you shouldn't see, i feel like people shouldn't see it as that kind of system in their mind we're like, in a generation reward now themselves like that you where know? everyone wants immediate compensation first of all everyone wants to like want the props like right away and they want uh satisfaction and to feel good like all the time like dude you shouldn't feel good all the time there should be times where you're pissed yeah, you're there fucking, should be times yeah, when you're dude. sad yeah, yeah. and especially as an artist if you're the uh, Andre, it's no, it's not Andre. What is it? Is it Andre three thousand? Yeah, yeah. He goes, uh, no alcohol or or drugs to get the signal yeah. clear, right? Yeah. He goes, yeah, yeah. If you're constantly, yeah. constantly, dude, I've people like, oh, dude, I've, I haven't been sober for like four days, bro. I've been blunted the whole time. It's like really, dude? Like four? Like you really don't want to be sober? Like yeah, dude. Like relax, dude. Like t- we and then the generation and then what they see on TV your little Wayne's and whatever, and they have 12 fucking cups of lean in one hand. And just, it's like this, the video ends and then like, that's it. Like you think that's yeah. your life. Yeah. And then, <clears throat> but you don't see little Wayne having seizures from yeah, dude, every 15 minutes. And, and, and people like dying because, or, or, you know, getting shot or, you know, getting arrested with guns and drugs. And now they got to do 40 years. Like this is reality. Like that videos you see is bullshit. Being high and being drunk all the time is not going to get you anywhere. Yeah, and, like, even I think, like, well, I can speak for, like, you know, who I kind of grew up around and, like, when we were getting fucked up, whatever. It was, like, mostly alcohol and, like, weed. You know, sometimes somebody would have, oh, I got pills or whatever. But now I feel like that rate at which pills and, like, even, like, uh, like pharma- pharmaceutical shit is being taken, dude. It's, it's, it's a lot heavier, man. And that shit is, has, I think, worse side effects than alcohol or weed. You dude, know what and, I mean? And, and not to attack anybody, but the potency of just weed now yeah, dude. compared to what it was when I was a fucking 18-year-old kid. <laughs> dude, a, a, dude I, could, I remember when I could... I, when I could pack a blunt in the morning, go do what I do, and I just take a couple hits, put it out, I'm living my day, go back in my car, smoke it again, yeah, and that one that. blunt will keep me high the entire day. Man. Now, if I take a puff of this medical shit, bro, I'm just like, I'm like leaning back in my house, I'm like, oh, you know, yeah. you're sleeping, <laughs> yeah, that's you're paralyzed, dabs, and it's just Fuck. one, one hit, you know, and it's like, it's like the potency has gone up so much, but I feel kids are smoking more. Then I when I was a kid, like it was just bananas. I think there's like a need to be fucking numb from it all. That people yeah. like like 
like it it tells something about us as a society as people what they're thinking they're not on like stimulants cocaine was the 70s and the 80s people were up people yeah. were dancing fucking out out in the streets out like Nowadays, people are more fucking in the, with, the, you know, people stay home more. But dude. let me ask you this, but, uh, because it's easier to stay home now. So uh, you're saying you're 28. Your so you, you and me are kind of the same age. I'm a couple years older than you. But I remember when when my day was on a bike, like the whole day out. Like I, I, I came home from school, ate something, and then I'm, I'm with my homies just yeah. on a bike or tagging on, just doing some. But I'm outdoors. I'm outdoors. This is mm. before tablets. Yeah. This is before my before your big screens were 300 bucks. Yeah. Like we had a big, huge box yeah, yeah. And, it, and it only had three colors. It was like green <laughs> and red and you'd have to go and fuck with it. And then, mm-hmm. you know, now, like you're saying, tablets are free. Phone company, sign up, we'll give you a free tablet. Yeah. We'll give you the most amazing instrument on the planet that has everything and anything you could ever want for free. Just take it. And it's like, when you were a kid, dude, like cartoons and books, and it, right it was different. Now it's so easy to stay home. Right. So what are you doing when you stay home? Well, I don't want to be walking around fucking all out of my mind and coked out. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm, I'm only back. So you're smoking <laughs> weed. You're drinking this. Yeah, man. Your lifestyle's different now. Keeps you home but more people often. people were always getting high. Like, people no, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm saying that definitely, man. It's but just it's, the, the level of fucking, and especially the... the the youth especially man it's crazy man of course like like i'm saying i was a part of it too i was fucking 15 16 17 man you know but dude like shit i just as a personal story i worked with uh, i worked with like a 19 year old dude 19 year old and this fool like every day was taking fucking xanax and i'm just like bro you need to just chill the fuck out like dog you know i don't know you i'm not telling you how to live your life but just just as a fucking warning, I don't know. Maybe I'm I'm a hand of God just telling you, just just relax, dude. Just chill. Smoke some bud, bro. And he's like, oh, honestly, man, I've come too far. That's what he told me. I've come too far. 19. 19, dude. I'm like, fuck. And look, what? I'm going to be the last person to tell you, don't smoke a blunt. Yeah, don't man, drink a f- definitely. Dude, but if it becomes a thing where it's like a necessity for you, dude, I can't, I can't, I can't write unless I'm high. You're an MC, bro. Like, really? You you're, like you're depending yeah. on something else to be able to get into your craft? Something's wrong here. And that's just on a hip-hop level. On a level to just be you, like, in everyday situations, you need to smoke. When you mm-hmm. Before you go to work, uh, during work, your lunch break or whatever, when you get out of work, when you get Like, dog, yeah, think yeah. about what you're doing. And then break it down. Remove everything. A gram of any substance, whether you think about it, is a lot of... That's medication. That's a lot of medication. Two three grams a day, eight ounces. Dude, you're you're just inhaling a ton of shit that you don't really know where it comes from. Yeah. You don't really know what it is, right? You don't know what the what's in the wax, what it was cut with, and then you just fucking getting all. It's like yeah, I don't fuck with that. Tone it down. That shit's always yeah. too much. That shit puts oh, me oh, out. Dude, in the next, <laughs> then hey, in the next like 10, 20 years, you might see these same people just with some mad side effects or some crazy shit. And that's and, and I hope too, it's man. not because I would think people are smarter than that. They're not. They're not. They're not are, so like because they have wax cups and shit. That'd be ironic mm-hmm. as fuck if some shit were like because they have yeah they have like you know. Um, Competitions, oh, the yeah, best yeah, wax, yeah, yeah. and they have all this that. shit. Like they had that shit's its own. That shit's Dude, its we, own. When we were out community. in Colorado, yeah. we watched so, watched him just take a gram dab, just take it to the fucking neck, like nothing. 
It's crazy. I so how like, much no, wax would you have like, to do and it be able to take a, a gram to the dome of wax and just be like, all right, I'm good now. <laughs> like, lot, how man. much are you sm- look? But it, and, it, and it's it's not popular to talk about, especially against weed. Like it's not. Oh no, you can't. This is what it is. It's not popular, but it is a situation that we have to address, especially in hip hop. That's what it is for. The hard subjects, the police brutalities, and the abuse of drugs, and the abuse. This is what hip hop was built for, bro. For you to speak and, and use your mind. There's certain artists like um, Rick's Rumble. You know Rick's Rumble? Yeah. Rick's Rumble, huge pothead, like the biggest pothead, and though he just smokes all the time. But he told me he wishes he never started smoking to begin with, because now he needs it. It's a necessity. He wakes up, smokes, and he's like, "Dude, like." Tired, dude. habitual Shit, yeah. that sucks man like i hate it and yeah. that, and he like he's like wax dude i won't even touch that because i know the minute i touch it gonna be on it's it, gonna be on it all the time yeah, man and yeah. honestly i'm a fucking pot i would label yeah. myself a pot at but it's like even still like like thankfully i guess shit like i could wake up and be like i'm chill I don't need to smoke. Like yeah. I could wait until like midday, five, six, and be like, you know, I think I think yeah, I pack smoke a weed every day. Like that. I, I do weed smoke every weed every day. day. I can't say I don't. But, but if I you have your your business is taken care of, what you yeah. got to do is done. Then you're good. And in and in all and in the truth of truths, I know when I'm blazing too much, my work suffers. This and that. Like there's there's an amount you where have at the end of my night, if That's I want to smoke, cool. If I don't, I'm tired, I'm gonna knock out. Whatever. If I'm up in the studio, I might smoke. It's not like how I used to. I used to be like that too. Just no, wake definitely, up, definitely. fucking bolt, definitely. get I mean, high. We've all done it. And like, all you hit that pot and we all look bro. forward to the morning. You're like, oh, this is going to be my wake and bake. Yeah. Like, yeah that's like, why. I swore that I was going to be a hippie. I'm, like, I'm going to be a hippie. Yeah. I don't know how life's going to work, but it's just going to figure itself out. Like, and, and you're with it. And it's fine, dude. I'm telling you, dude. I had it. I did. I had a exactly. blast. Dude, my, one of my, it's mushrooms. Like, I, mushrooms, I'm like, I'm, I fucks with it. Like, I love it. I haven't been able to touch it because I'm just like work and kids. Now it's different. Right. But mushrooms, dude, was like my shit. I used to fuck with it all the time. It was fun. It was really dope. But then I see those people that took it that step further, where it's like, this dude is just gone. Like, he's just yeah, gone. Fucking and baked out of the, his mind. Like you, and then, and then, yeah. right, his mind you get too shit. high, you never come down. You're, all, you're and, always you, on one. So there's certain drugs that I just won't, like I won't touch ecstasy or the, anything in pill form, first of all, scares the shit out of me because I, I don't. I know I'll be that one case that ends up retarded. You know, like <laughs> they're like, uh, oh, he, he only took ecstasy once, and now he's a paraplegic. He's like, oh like, shit. Uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Everyone thinks that way, but then they take it that one time, no, and then nothing happens. I, I, I don't. I I know I'll be the dude that. that like, there was a commercial of like like a lot of things. Like remember uh, those weed commercials? Yeah, which is all flat. Yeah, but there, was all flat. there's one where it's like oh, oh it's like flat. the little kids like my brother didn't ro- smokes weed and he didn't rob a bank, he didn't get into a car accident, <laughs> he didn't do none of that. My brother, and then he goes. He really just didn't do anything. <laughs> and he turns and his brother's on the couch. Like, yeah. <laughs> There's all smoke in the room. Dude, I remember that commercial <laughs> and I was so high. <laughs> and my brothers looked at me and they were like so disappointed in me, dude. Yeah. So truthful. They were like, fuck. One truthful ass. I'm like, fuck you. Yeah. Fuck that commercial. Fuck this commercial. Don't smoke so weed. But then there was another one where it was like, don't do huffing pain or whatever, right? Damn. And it's like this mom and she walks into it and she has like a plate of food and it shows her from the back and she opens the door and she sits it down and it's just like a kid like in the bed and he's not moving right and it says like don't huff pain or whatever you could be your last time and it's I guess he's a vegetable now and she's like feeding him 
for. Right. And then she looks at him and I said, like, like, damn, I got to take care of this. For the rest of his life. And the kid's just looking at, like, in that commercial, really, like, it landed with me. So at that, I was like, okay, I'm not. I don't ever want to be. Never going to huff paint. But then you're like, wait, I never even knew you could huff paint. Yeah, dude, that's what I was going to say. It's like, what if they put it in their mind? Wait, hold on. Oh, that's good. Wait, wait. So I never knew about huffing paint, but you're telling me not to do it. So you can do it. It's possible. Like, people huff paint, mom. And mom's like, <laughs> no, it, it messes you up. See, see so <laughs> so half half of the people were like, "Oh, no, oh my god, no!" And the other half were like, "Hmm, you could have, what? Yeah. Interesting." Wait a second. What my else can't we do? Home. My like, parents work a lot. Like, what the fuck? Okay, <laughs> so family's with it. The girls with it. <clears throat> do you think? What what do you what do you want to see be your next achievement? Your next step? Uh my next achievement, man. Shit. <sighs> Personal, like. I want to drop this album. It was supposed to be my first album, The Psychology of Mad Max. And um, at the time, like, I wanted to put out a project kind of, like, pretty bad, you know what I mean? So I, at the time, I was like, nah, like, it's it's not what it's going to be. So that's my next, like, biggest goal, man. That shit, I want it to be, like, just a true album, you know, something, like, uh, that you've been hearing as far as, like, something great. Like, maybe, like, The Good Kid, Mad City is really dope. Um, Schoolboy Q just dropped a new project. I've been looking at the videos and listening to the music, and it's like it's it's really dope. You know, I want to do something like that, um, especially with the visuals as well. Like drop videos with every song. Um, just make a, a complete concept album, basically. That's that's my next goal, um, and then hopefully with that, just um, fucking get paid off that shit like put it on uh whatever i can you know itunes, iTunes or whatever it is Amazon. camp all that good shit yeah dude because <clears throat> are um, you gonna print out physical copies too oh all definitely that good stuff? definitely okay. definitely that we one have like, a cd printer right yeah there. we do <clears throat> what yeah that's what we do right nice. here. <laughs> so <clears throat> this is good that you bring a uh schoolboy and all that stuff let's talk about it i mm-hmm. need your top five musical influences <sighs> right now well always happen i would say Benefit, atmosphere, common, uh, idea, and um, shit. Kendrick probably like you know for the new one, and then if there could be six, Cole. That feel like he's he's really J. inspirational. Cole? You know nice, what I mean? He, nice. he, I like the way he he gets his life and just portrays it kind of almost perfectly. You know, in yeah. songs like every time I listen to a a, a track of it, his. Like I can just picture everything. I'm like, damn, that's what's up. I like vivid writing. Some like of my that. favorite artists. Uh, Imagery, like it's they're they're so good at it. Mm-hmm. The, um, Benefit is another one that has really good um, wordplay yeah, and delivery, dude. and really good. I think imagery as well. Like every time, like what was it? Uh, I was walking down the street. What the fuck? That song? I think Friends or something like that. That one. Every time I heard that song, when I was a kid. I just pictured every fucking scenario. He's saying like the first, I you were my the friend. first Benefit track Damn. I ever heard was the Midget one. Okay, mine was uh my enemy. So, dude, oh, that shit blew my yeah. fucking mind. And yeah, that was yeah. actually him, yeah. and that track and that album is what converted me from a mainstream like lover yeah. music to to, to underground to just I'm gonna start digging because around the same time as when there was a uh, like Morpheus, LimeWire, you mm. know what I'm saying, where you could download well, everything. People give credit to, and he's kind of known to be like the first rapper to use yeah. the internet. Yeah. Like and he's, I think one of the first rappers to like, he's Napster, in New York, think, right? Yeah, he New sent a, a file to somebody else. Mm-hmm. Like he was the first one to do that. Mm-hmm. So he understood like, dude, if I'm in New York and I'm able to send you something, even back then, even if it took you two days to download it, 
that's amazing. Yeah. yeah. So he started doing that. So he's credited to be like the first rapper to use the internet. Yeah, and on, on his album, it's a picture of like the little fucking mic, like his his, his makeshift <laughs> yeah. mic and yeah. what he used. But still, like. <clears throat> Regardless of the the quality, that shit to me is always a classic. Too. My that favorite benefit track, ridiculous. though, I gotta say, is "So Sick." Man, to this day, every every I think, time, yeah, I, probably the most classic yeah, on there. Probably it's, it's so memorable. It's every sick, line, right? you're like, "This is too perfect." Yeah. Damn. As my board dispersed first, you're like, "Oh shit!" <laughs> yeah, you're thinking about it right now. Yeah, yeah. man, because I remember when I first heard it, it was when I was still fucking. That's when I used to, uh, dude, burn so many mixes. Like I said, I'll download a lot of music, and that was at the time of, uh, you know, you could burn, burn your, burn your own CDs. So I would burn like a bunch of mixes. Have that. I would always have that track on every have, mix, though. Dude, that's the track I show people when, like, um, uh, like, uh, like, oh, have you heard a dope track? And dude, all people always show me some bullshit. So like, uh, you know, so I'm like, no, 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 no fuck that. Check this out. And I'll put on that. That's one of the tracks that I put on. And then I'll put on some old, like, swollen member shit. And then they'll just, like, you just see their minds being blown. Because all they know is, like, Jay-Z. You never heard of swollen members before? I don't think so, man. Or maybe I I haven't. I didn't know. I've heard a lot of mixes, you know? Not a lot of them. So swollen members is, you know, know, Match Out. Match Out was Match Out. It it is. Swollen members is Match Out, Prevail. And then they have their, uh, their producer, Rob the Viking. And they're from Canada. So okay. and I had a, I had a tape of theirs back in '96. So I'm the kid that had underground Canadian rap <laughs> in a tape. And then the CD came out, and I bought the CD. The first CD it's called Balance, and I bought it. And I remember uh, one of my friend. It was '96. It, it was when like when like Master P was bumping and all this other shit. Yeah. And he's like, "Oh, that's my shit." I'm like, "No, no, 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 dude." This is the most amazing fucking song you've ever heard in your life. It's like, nah, nah, this is my shit. And I remember, like, here, take it. He comes back the next day. And he's like, dude, what the fuck yeah. is that? <laughs> and I'm like, dude, they're from Canada. They're like, from Canada. Like, Canada, you don't right? know a what new Canada. Right? That's crazy, man. Yeah, but I think it's yeah. just small epiphanies within songs. You know, like I yeah. said, with that benefit song, man. Honestly, I was in sixth grade, so that's like sh- circa fuck. Let's see, damn, maybe like oh four. Mm-hmm. You know, um. But yeah, dude, after I heard that, I was like, this is real music. Like, this is what it is to write your life. Not just fucking talking about some bitches. And like, because, you know what I'm saying? Like, that what, that's what it was at the time. The mainstream was like the Master P, the fucking Yin Yang Twins, Lil John, and stuff like that. Yeah, so going from that to, to listening <laughs> yeah. to someone just spill some not only sick ass fucking lyrics, but like, you know, real life experiences. It's like, damn, this is real music. And, and that's what I tell people when, like, when, the, when 50 Cent came out or any, any, any Jay Z album. I'm just like, bro. Why would I listen to this when I have this? Yeah, like yeah. that has so much better uh, imagery. It's heart. It's real. It's raw spitting lyrics. When I when I get to this fucking commercialized fucking knock fucking hard lock life bullshit. Like yeah, I don't. Yeah. No, bro. Like I got this dilated people's album. Where I got this Jurassic Five. Yeah. I got this Swollen Members. I got this. I got this. I got Chino. I got Cannabis. Like, dude, I'm, you're not fucking with these MCs. Oh, but this song's dope and the booty shaking. I'm like, yeah, and you here, can bro. even like fast forward to now, which I think is fucking dope. Royce the Five Nine with this album yeah. Layers. Didn't yeah. that shit get like yeah. number one or something? It like was. That? It was Royce was number one. I think until unfortunately Drake's album came out the next week. Okay. And then he got but he held number one for a lead for like a for week a or week, two. I mean, shit. But what does that tell you? People yeah. are still right? listening, yeah. and you know that's that's what I think. Every every real uh, artist, especially in the underground game, they need to understand. It's like there there are people listening, man. You just need to stay on the grind because when when you 
let that fear of, oh no, I can't get hold of you, shit, you either need to shake it off or you need to like just stop because like th- that's it. It's going to eat you alive. There's always going to be something in the back of your mind like, I'm just going to fucking fail. I'm not going to be what I thought it was going to be. And you know what? I can't lie. I've had that sometimes, but at the same time, I'll, I'll literally just throw on some of my shit. Nah, fuck that. What am I thinking? Like, I laid this shit down. I wrote my life down. I got people telling me that they're listening to the lyrics, too. Like, how how am I going to stop that, man? How am I going to stop one little thing that was maybe negative in my mind just stop something so great? Well, at least to me, this is great, man. This is... It's life, And it goes back to what I was saying. Yes, it's for you, but then you honestly feel you have something to contribute. Yeah. And you think, like, hip-hop would be a little better if I'm here. And it's going to be worse if I'm not. So now it's for hip-hop. And it's not just for you. Even though people might see it as selfish. Like, oh, you know, you really think highly of yourself. It's like, well, dude, this is honestly what I'm here for. And I feel I found it. Uh, and I'm good at it. You know what I'm saying? And if I'm not here, then who's going to do it? Who, who else is going to yeah. lay these tracks down? Who's going to talk and like you this? see your importance within it. And that right, that's right. a big payoff in itself. That dollars can't really measure. And d- different things can't. Because, that man, I meet a lot of artists who... Their, their perception is they're making it, but they're check to check like the next yeah. like the next man, and they you know they have some nicer things and maybe some better some better gigs and shit, but they're they're just hustling like you know yeah and fuck back to the Royce thing like that's dope as fuck you know to get a number one even if it's just for a week like that's yeah that means your album and you as an artist are followed by so many heads that they made you number one on the billboards yeah, mm-hmm. man. and of course Drake is gonna take but that's of a machine bro. and it's that's, the billboard that's, yeah, that's different. exactly what you know, you know what I mean it's, it's you amazing, did it by dude. doing the music yes. you wanted to and yeah, hey, you know and you, didn't, you didn't need the backup real, of it and it shows that there are listeners that want that type of lyricism exactly man, his lyricism is really advanced yeah. like it's not it's yeah. not even on some like you know the, the next underground fool who's just using big words and shit like the way he drops in his, his fucking style. rhyme scheme, yeah, scheme like crazy. you gotta be able to keep up with it. His Some people just can't crazy. digest it. I bumped them with normal heads, and they're just like, "What the fuck is he saying?" You know, I've like, gotten yeah. that so many times yeah. uh, with the like atmosphere, something like this. Yeah. I, like I'm listening, but I don't. It doesn't. It doesn't. They don't understand what it says. Like mm-hmm. they don't see the. I remember it was a. Uh, it was atmospheres. It was a. Uh, it was like a. Oh, uh, oh, where? Oh, what does it say? Uh, uh, I'm, f- I'm rolling with the bees and diseases, and even if your DJ was Jesus, this you could never fuck with these kids. kids yeah. I'm with the flow, and and I remember like it was like my sister. It was I remember it was a female, and they're like, "What kids? What is he talking about? Well, what bees? What is this? I don't understand what they're saying." And too literal, too literal. Was, I, what the bees and diseases? No. Even if your DJ was Jesus, Jesus you, you could never, never fuck, fuck with these kids. kids. Like, whew, I shit. Swarm, yeah, I swarm with the. There you go. I swarm with the bees. And even if you DJ wanted to use that, I wanted that to line to cut line. it up for a, for a track, track you had a while track, back. And then yeah. spawn, yeah, motherfucker. You know who you fucking Man, with. You know that, what kind of ass whooping comes with this. Your whole crew can get some of this. Your whack ass fuck kid is what the subject is. Roughnecks live like like raw spitting. And then, but to the average. To the average citizen person that aren't touched by hip hop's ghost, it, it they don't understand. They don't see. It, they don't get it. To an MC, like patterns and words and imagery, and it just develops. And now you're thinking, like, yo, I could do that. Yo, I got my shit. You know, it's it's it speaks to you. It just it just is for you. It doesn't have to be that hard. It's facilitated. It's what life has, and it costs you. Like, hey, come here, check this out. I got something dope for you. No, I'm with that. I like your top five, but I think more interesting would be your bottom five. I need to know like your dirt five, just like, 
garbage the rapper? garbage who you just God think is just fucking caca fuck. ah shit caca rappers let me see uh designer Okay. I don't know the, all the names, but basically yeah. everyone that I saw on that double XL freshman list, man. Oh, the dude, only fool, like fucking talk to the me only that thing shit. that like I can give Lil Dicky is like he actually puts thought into what I he's get saying. Imagery. I get it. Yeah, right, like man. I'm yeah. not gonna knock him. Honestly, I've heard the shit he raps about. Like, but he says he's trying to do that shit, like yeah. funny rap. You know what I mean? So everyone. Oh, and Anderson Pac, he's pretty dope. I've heard him like before he was on the the list too. Like he, he's a pretty good singer. But and heard he, I think it was like a. Went by another name before, but if I knew the names of those fucking people, or the other people on the Double XL Freshman list, yeah. I would name those fucking okay. five, man. Cause All right. It's like, <laughs> they are almost the epitome of what mainstream, quote, what they're calling now hip-hop is, and you it, know? it looked bad, and It's man. rap. To me, it I still call that bad, shit rap. Like how it presented I still itself. call that shit rap. How they that's were rap. Dressed. That ain't hip hop. That's rap. Exactly. It, yeah, th- that's it the bad. that's the watered down, commercialized for mass production McDonald's version of hip hop. Yeah. Like I, I'm almost for it, fucking like in and out and like that little hole in the wall. Like those are the best burgers in the yeah. world. Instead of this like fucking just heartless, pumped out million, Ooh. million, million copies of just McDonald's bullshit. Like, that, like that's you know what, what I mean. Come down I'd rather to grill at home, bro. Like yeah. if that's all exactly. I got, you know. And that's what it's come down. That's, that's the perfect metaphor. To. Like yeah. you know, a lot of independent artists rather grill at I, home. I just like, grill at home, bro. Because these go? burgers are going to be a hundred times. people who jump into the grinder. You see the meat that jumped into. These motherfuckers ain't. These fools ain't uh, fighting it. They're not thinking of any. They know mm, this is all yeah. it takes. This is all I'm giving. Yeah. And they're perfectly fine. That's with why that. designer comes out and he sounds exactly like Future. And now. Before it was like, where's the new sound? Uh, like uh, labels and A and R's that wanted to bring like the new sound. Yeah. Where's the new? Now it's like, no, 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 no. Who sounds the same that we can use now yeah. so we can make money? That's the mentality now. Before it was like, I want to break the new artist, the new rock and roll band, yeah. the new one. I want to do that. No, no, no. Now who, who's who's out now that sounds the same as the guy that's big yeah. now, and we can make a little money. Oh, here's Designer Panda yeah, with the exact same flow, even the exact yeah, same voice. Almost, You're like, right? come on, bro, get the fuck out of here. And that's okay. Commercial, it's okay. And I mean, that's that's the unfortunate, uh, the true unfortunate truth, you know. But I think that shouldn't stifle artists because you know what they need to understand. That's not the only route. It's not going to like. I need to get signed by this big label. Like, bro, you can get distribution deals. You know, there's other ways that you can quote make it. You know what I mean? Or at least get. Uh, uh, optimal amount of help You know what I mean Like Distribution deal Would be something great Say you get it with like Sony Or you get it with like A, a Def Jam fucking record Something like that Even man, if you, you know get I mean? Even if you get a deal Dude there's nothing Like when I tell people They, they assume that I'm against Like getting a deal no, Bro no, get man. a fucking deal That's awesome Now Now Work is this Now you don't have to go to work Now you yeah. can Concentrate And you've made it You have the 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 peace of mind knowing okay right. I'm I'm this is where I want to go and then pimp the label for a video and a world tour and us do that but do you, do you be yeah. real to you maintain creative be control. J Cole be Kendrick sign an Interscope the biggest fucking label on the planet but Kendrick is delivering his art, his art he doesn't yeah. sound like blank and blank yeah he yeah. made his name off of sounding like Kendrick and now people try to sound like him mm-hmm. do that there's nothing wrong with being signed and getting money for what you exactly. love to do exactly. I'm trying to get money for what I to do because i want to feed my family and if i could do it off of this why not do it right and i feel like that should be at least one of the ultimate goals you know absolutely yeah maintaining but uh yeah dude just just i feel like um 
for any upcoming artist, they need to understand that it's a broader range of things you can do with labels. It's not just go the designer route or go whatever those motherfuckers' names are that are out now, you know, like spitting garbage ass shit that you know is garbage and you're what you're gonna get paid one super big ass fucking check and after that what's next that's why i feel like what happens most of the time big but, ass check but, and what happens uh, next? but the, well, this is what happens but now being rich is seemed to be a success like if you're a millionaire all oh, you're good you're a successful person like bro yeah. to me a million is not is nothing man that's, that's the money is secondary the money money is like 10th 20 down the line bro as opposed to all the cool stuff we're talking about uh the memories you make and and, and the experiences that you have though dude that's what life's about the money will come that'll happen i'm sure it will and if it doesn't then fuck it i'm still i still live life the way i wanted to live it and i contributed to hip-hop and i can die a happy man you know what i'm saying and and you're making it because you're making it exactly you're not you're not we all struggle but we're not fucking you, we gotta appreciate what you do have. Right. You know, it's not like we're. It could be worse. You know, like it, it could always be worse. You dude, just fucking look at this. You look around you. You have yeah, your own know. studio. Yeah. And dude, how many MCs can say that? You know what I'm saying? You you have a place you come in and you drop your art and it's comfortable and it is what it is and it, it's yours. You know what I'm saying? And that's what you gotta think about and remember. That's right. Yeah, it's your just, top five, your bottom five. That's good. I'm with. You. <laughs> do you have a guilty pleasure? A guilty pleasure. Like uh, a song that you bump uh, in your whip, but then the homie gets in, you kind of turn the volume down because you don't want them to know that you, fuck, that you see, fuck with see, it. Let me see. Let me see if I... What like song, some Britney what song Spears would that be? or I'm something. I'm trying to think what song it would be. I know I like a lot of shit. That's why. <laughs> I don't know, but like, do people, I think a lot of people like that song. Like, uh, when doves cry, fucking prince. You know, that's a sick song. Okay. You know, you know, know like, I'll bump that shit. Okay, 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 okay. That's why I feel like a lot of people like... I don't know. I like a lot of shit, dude, so... There's not a song that you're kind of like, uh, uh, like honestly, I guess like you wouldn't want Mescalito me. to hear to see you hear it, or like to know that you kind of fuck with. I know he'd be fucking with Ricky Martin, arms <laughs> around, just staring at himself in the All mirror, right. combing say. his mustache, stroking his stash. Uh, like, yeah. uh, 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 perfect, stash. Love you, perfect tonight. It's perfect tonight. Oh, 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 Shit, no, honestly, I, I guess maybe because you're asking me yeah. and I got to think about it, I'm like, ah. Uh, Nah, man. I, okay. I listen to a lot of shit. And I'm really not. I don't give a fuck. Like, I had an iPod, man. That shit died, unfortunately. But, dude, I had, like, I think, like, 16 or 15,000 songs. So, dude, sometimes some shit will come on. This will be in the car. People be in the car. Be like, it's there. <laughs> are we just going to accept it or what are we going to do? You know, like, hey, you bumped this shit? Spice Girls, bro, really? Like, yeah. some 41. At one, po- at one point in my life, man, you know, it's just, I was going Spice through a Girls. weak phase. <laughs> yeah. Fucking. I had this ex. She likes Spice Girls. I just. Britney Spears, know, bro, really? God. Britney Spears, really? really? Wow. Crossroads, really? Wow. Man, that was back when I was like fucking maybe like nine or ten, though, because my older, my older stepsister, yeah. they loved in sync. So sometimes, you know, I'd just be like, mm. Start dancing shit. Uh, uh. Justin like, Timberlake, bro? Really? Wow. Okay. I mean, boy band phase, I guess, right? <laughs> shit. I'm glad I didn't get in that shit. Imagine that instead of being an MC trying to be a boy man. band. Damn. I, I had cousins who went that route, too, man. Yo. Fuck. I ain't going to talk about that one. I'll leave that for now. another time. That's another shit. episode. I like that. <laughs> uh, okay, good. Good. Okay, so we got to. Here a little bit about your family. We got your top five. We got your bottom five. A little bit about your goals and your dreams. You said you're working on something or you're about to drop something, right? Oh, actually, I mean, I'm constantly working. We're constantly cooking up tracks and stuff like that. So I am going to drop a mixtape. I'm thinking probably about uh, October. I mean, the tracks are about ready. Just need to get mixed and mastered uh, for a small mixtape. And then um, 
I also actually just had this thought maybe a couple days ago. Like I said, I wanted to drop Psychology of Mad Max, my first like full length album concept, everything. But then like I had this other idea for a, I guess I could call it like a another EP, which was um, influenced by I don't know if you ever saw uh, Zoot Suit. It's a movie based on a play. And um, throughout it, there's just a lot of, like, quotables for me, you know what I mean? Because especially, like, the mentioning of, like, having marijuana dreams, you know what I mean? Like I said, dude, I'm, I'm a smoker, you know, and, like, I just resonated with a lot of stuff they're saying. And then there's also, like, a particular part where uh, the, the main character, I think, goes to jail and they put him in solitary confinement. So he's by himself and he's almost having, like, a, a battle with himself, you know, his inner self. So it just had it had it had a was big a influence play? to me. I think it was a play before a movie. That's why. But it was like a movie of a play. Movie of right? a play. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I think I it was. A, I, I think it might. I don't know if it was a play before or not. But it was like yeah. yeah. It, it was play uh, style in yeah, the movie. Yeah, the movie. George yeah. almost I think yeah, was yeah, in it. Yeah, yeah. Um, but oh, yeah, man, just it, it influenced classic. me and like what you know. Zoot suit. Zoot suit. I, I re- and it's about it's, it takes place like in the forties. I remember the joke, and it was like a movie, but. It, the movie was a play. I think it's. it's I don't know if it is based on something true, but it the the event that happens in there is like it's a murder. You know, they're trying to figure yeah, out a murder yeah. who like killed a this person. Switchblade or something. Right? Something like that happened okay, one okay. night. It was at a party. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. It's um, a classic. But like, yeah, like I said, a lot of quotables, and and I just felt like I wanted to make like maybe even a short EP with those you know different scenes and different influences, and then kind of show how it resonates with me. You know what I mean? Um, so. Uh, I'm not sure if I am going to do it as something that's a part of the the whole album, the psychology of Mad Max, or it's going to be its own separate project, but it is going to be something that uh, I want people to look out for, you know what I mean? Because, yeah, that shit, little things like that, when I I see them, I feel like it it just grows. It's that seed, you know, and that's what happened because I saw this movie shit. This was maybe like a year or two ago. But when I saw it, I knew immediately I'm like, I'm going to make that into, you know, a mixtape or something in the future. I I know that for sure, you know, and I just I like when things kind of line up perfectly. I don't I'm not one to really like force it, you know. Yeah, I'll be uh, I feel like I, I am a catalyst to be honest with you and a lot of things are like I may be that little push, but I don't like to force shit, you know, because then. That just leads to too, too much other bad shit, I feel like, you know what no, I mean, when for you got to sure. force it. Yeah, organic. It has to come to you. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I'm with you. I'm with All right, let's finish off the interview with the 12 rounds. Let's do it. Yeah. Yeah. 
sky like the Jimi Hendrix method Third optic experience, my pen's a deadly weapon clearly You know cause you hearing it since I was younger Curious mind helped me through the fears Now I can't go leave my peers for years to come It's all a part of me I'm a servant and a king A merchant with a sense of urgency To put it off these dreams You settle with a life worse than a ghetto apologies If I come off conscious but that's not how it should be I have a vision just listen The difference between the ones who didn't go the distance And those who did it isn't distant Living past the schisms written within the minute The vibe existence is the only answer Given the fucking circumstances I know you feel what I've been saying Or just laying back and praying On my downfall like Satan For the heavens out of way This Aries carries weight like coffins And every verse I author Then offer to all y'all You either with it or you not It's an easy choice You either with giving or hip hop dog You either with it or you not It's an easy choice You either swimming or just fly man You either giving or you try It's an easy choice How will you be remembered in time So the way it works is I'm going to ask you 12 questions. Okay. Each more difficult than the last. Okay. Sure. If you answer all 12 questions, honestly, you're the champion. You walk away with the belt. That sounds good. If you cannot answer the question <laughs> or you will not answer the question, you will be knocked out. I'm the champion and I get that hat. Okay. Are you That's willing cool. to play 12 rounds? Let's do it. All right. <laughs> round, round number. I don't want your hat. Round number one. Um, I got too many LA. <laughs> round number one. <clears throat> what is your favorite part about your craft? Uh, performing live. You like that? I you like performing it. live in front of uh, an audience. Well, a listening audience. You know what I mean? People were receptive. <laughs> no, doubt, no doubt. Round number two. What is your least favorite part about your craft? Shit. Some fuck. Uh, sometimes the shows, the live performances, while well, is it being dope, there's those shows that sometimes like, fuck, man, I'm about to perform for the DJ. All right, well, <laughs> let's do it. I'm on the bill, you know. Dude, I, I know, and you, because you take, and it's what I tell people, like, I don't know if this is going to be a good show. I know my set's going to be good. I know that. Because then, and then you go up, and it's like, uh, you know, they have the, they have the artists that like everyone came to see, and then he leaves, and now you're next, and like you just see this crowd of people yeah, leaving, man. and you're like, Fuck, yeah, dude. man, that's why it could go, you know. All right, so then you, <laughs> but you deliver you, and you're sweating and jumping, and then you leave, and then you walk off stage, and then everyone's coming back from smoking, <laughs> and now you're like, fuck, you're like, dude, I've been there, dude. Now you're super pissed in your oh. car, you're like, fuck, man, I drove to fucking. Boyle Heights and this bullshit. <laughs> I knew you were gonna remember. Perfect time to remember. Like, I was like, "Fuck this! I'm out of here." Uh, no, it's happened, dude. I've driven to fucking Riverside and all this shit, and then like I'll get there, and then everyone leaves, and it's like there's no love, and then of course you know it's just bullshit. So, but my set's good. I know I, I know I know my spots. I know my timing. You know, yeah. But you know it does disappoint. It's kind of brings you down a little bit. Like. Alright man And even yeah, the DJ well, leaves He just pushed play And takes off He's like you're good You're <laughs> set It's, yeah, it's yeah, lined up like, This is how you want it Bro I, yeah I need to use the restroom It's been a while <laughs> I know you only get one All It right. is what it is <laughs> uh, Round number three If you could collaborate With anyone Dead or alive Who would it be Oh shit Jay Dilla man 
Jay Dilla. Jay Dilla. Okay. As a as a producer, I'm guessing. If he wants okay. to get on fucking track, I'll let them up. You know, it's happy. He did man. do a couple he, tracks. He did so, do a couple tracks. So I'm just know? saying. He, he had some pretty cool like little like hooks and chants. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. but definitely for uh, production. So Dilla. Yeah. I like that. Round number four. What are you most proud of? Um, putting out a full EP that's uh, my own. You know what I mean? From the production to the lyrics that I fully, I wrote everything and then... Um, yeah, we got 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 all the fucking clearance on the tracks from at least the producer. I don't know about the samples getting cleared, you know, with the higher ups, but that that's definitely uh it, it was inspiring for myself to know like, you know what? This is another step to keep the ball rolling. I like that. Round number 5? No. 5. Yeah, yeah, round number 5. What are you least proud of? Oh shit, man. Uh fuck asking for I think it was like uh 50 or 60 bucks from one of the homies who who it's kind of the homie like cool cool dude uh he hooked me up with a show but it's out in Reseda and like I kind of was like fuck I kind of just don't want to go uh-huh. and I was like hey bro to be honest like you think you could compensate me you know because I I don't feel like I'm like this fucking person to yeah. be asking for money I mean I'm not saying my talent is worthless but just where I scale myself right now, you know, yeah. and this was uh, honestly last year too. So I was like, yo, man, I'm going to need like 60 bucks if I go down there. <laughs> yeah. And he did. He compensated me, which was real cool. Why are you ashamed of that? Uh, just because like. Did you feel bad uh, taking it? More of like, because he, he was like, to be honest with you, man, like even then, like when he did it, he like pulled me aside. He's like, dude, like I'm not paying anybody else, dude. I just want you to know like this is between me and you, man. Don't be telling anybody like I'm out here paying yeah, artists yeah, yeah. and none. I was just like, for sure, dude. You know, so he was like, looking out. He was looking out. Lord forbid he, he gets the reputation. He pays people, huh? Lord forbid. <laughs> Or Lord forbid that you start actually charging to perform, bro. Lord forbid, huh? You know, you wouldn't want that. I wouldn't want that. Yeah, that would make no business sense. <laughs> uh, no, I think... Uh, okay, so... Uh, like, I've hosted for you, and I told you, hey, this is this is the rate that I do that. Yeah. Uh, that's my rate. Like, that's, that's what I go for. I've been offered to, like, hey, yo, we'll give you this amount, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like... Um, no, for advertisers on the show, they'll be like, "Hey, yo, you know how much is it?" Up? And I know, I know my audience. I know what I can deliver and feel good about. And they'll be like, "Hey, we'll give you she's like six grand or something." I'm like, no, 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 give me two. Because you give me six, like you're you're not gonna be happy, right? Because you're gonna expect six grand worth of this. Ex- uh, and, mm-hmm. But and it's bad business. <laughs> yeah. Because be if they do expect six grand and you don't deliver six grand, dude, that that shit will spread and people will talk and blah blah blah. Dude, give me two. And I promise you this, and I could do this, and this is my audience, and these are my numbers, these are my downloads, these are blah, blah, blah. And then two's a fair number, and I can go to bed, go to sleep, and be happy with myself. And then I made a little change, and they're happy because they go to see the. I'm cool with that. But you are worth something. Yeah, right? But in that instance, you got to think, okay, that, will I have people come see me? Yeah, what and that's, that's why, too, da, 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 I feel da, da, da. like it wasn't receipted, man. I knew, honestly, I probably wasn't going to bring anybody, which, unfortunately, like, no one came out. Like, right. for me, specifically, yeah. like, I did my thing. Like, I always I always make sure I deliver a good show mm-hmm. and one that I could be proud of. Mm-hmm. If not, like, it's almost like this was said before because I feel very similar. It's like if you do catch me at a show – Almost exactly what this fool said. Like, if you catch me at a show and I feel like I didn't deliver, 
catch me at the next one because I'll fucking make sure. And it's like it's almost like a thing on my conscience. Like you mm-hmm. motherfucker, you need to kill this shit this time. Yeah. Like you remember what the fuck you did over there or whatever it may be. You know, even or if, you like, should think like that, dude. That's a great way for MCs to start thinking. And dude, I hate the the fucking oh my god when the fir- they're already on the mic. The first thing they hey, yo hey, yo yeah, I'm super drunk right now, but I'm gonna do this. Let's do this. Yeah, like, like, hey, uh, I'm going to fuck up. I know I'm not going to deliver. Yeah, like, and what? it's because I'm drunk or because I'm too high or whatever it is. So now, hey, DJ, push play. And it's like, okay, I can already, you're already telling me it's going to go bad. Yeah. yeah. Come on. Like, yo, you're at work, bro. Get get to work. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, deliver it properly. Uh, number five, number five, what are you least? Six, number six, what is your biggest fear? Shit. My biggest fear is that. Man, unfortunately, that uh, my life will just get cut short. I won't be able to leave a legacy, you know, or at least the one that I would like to leave. Mm-hmm. That's probably my biggest fear. Um, yeah, because I would feel probably, yeah, just the legacy thing, man. It sucks to, to see that when someone gets f- cut short from a life that has a lot of opportunities, it's very unfortunate. And, yeah, it is. And, it, you know. And, it, and to, to me, my I don't know, I, maybe I watch too many movies or whatever, but my biggest fear, honestly, is when I'm driving, to just have a car pull up next to me. Uh, I, I, a couple years back, they had, uh, like, freeway shootings. Like, okay. there was people just randomly yeah, yeah. in cars just yeah, shooting, shooting people. Shooting at people. And that always stuck with me. And I'm like, because it, it's done. Instant. Gone. Just finished. Whatever you're working on, whatever you were going to do, and then you, on the freeway, that means you're coming or going somewhere. A show or the grocery store or whatever. Boop. And it's like, that's always, that's my fear to just have my life end like that. I can, I can relate to yeah. you. You know, because I got so much to do. You know, That's what it feels like. And, you know, <laughs> right? I think it's good, though. It's good. I think uh, it helps with the drive. Like, for me, when I'm like, fuck, I got so much to do. Got to get on it, you know. It's mm. Versus, like, someone who maybe has done a lot, almost, like, too much. And, like, what the fuck do I do? <laughs> what's, what's next? God yeah. And, that, and that's a true thing. It's to think about all the years you wasted, dude. Just, just think about those years. And then thinking, man, if I had those years, I could ahead of me like that would be mm-hmm. dope because i already know what i want yeah i know if i was only if i had this mentality when i was 18 and when i was 19 whatever that would be so d- yeah. but you're not gonna get those years back so now you have to you know and one it's of the tough. things with age too that that's one of the truths to quote you know you life's just long enough to get great at one thing mm-hmm. if you really think about it yeah. to get really great at one thing it's usually takes you your whole life Pretty and by much. the time you get great at it it's like hey Time to say peace out. Yeah. You know? I was like, fuck. Because, you know what? What it is it like they say it's 10,000 hours? Like, if, yeah. if you're not really great at anything unless you've done it for 10,000 hours long. That means you know the ins and outs. You understand all the other stuff. But how many things can you do for 10,000? You can only probably do yeah. one. No, like, definitely. Really yeah. concentrate on one. And you have, you know, and then you think about your family and all the people you're leaving. Like, I don't want to be a hassle. I like, But I, I want to like die like... I don't know, like in my sleep, I think, or something. But even then, I don't want them like have a funeral for me and all this other bullshit. Like, you know, like I want to, I want to be a uh, uh, cremated, put into a little thing. Yeah, I think do. I do too, yeah. honestly. Yeah, is that how you want to go? Probably uh, those ones that get turned to a tree. It'll be a tree. Oh, I heard about be a tree those. in my house. Yeah, that's dumb. <laughs> okay. With you guys always. <laughs> <laughs> the tree grows a mustache. <laughs> Like hey, those oranges look like <laughs> yeah, those oranges are just mustache shaped too what the fuck <laughs> it's a 
very fertile tree. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I like that. Uh, round number seven. <clears throat> Who would you take a bullet for? My mom, probably. She's the one who, yeah. You would take a bullet for your mom? I mean, either or, but I'd have to go with her. She fucking brought me into this world. And she, she mm. has done a lot. I mean, my pops has done a tremendous amount, too, but... She was a uh, fuck. She was single mom with me, my little sister, and then my older sister and brother. So she was working her ass off at one point in life. I remember, like, I was never seeing her because she was always just working, working, working. And yeah, I feel like I owe her a lot. You know, mm. just she brought me into this world safe. I'm with that, <laughs> shit. I'm with that. I like that. Round number eight. Who would you let that bullet hit? I'm not saying you shoot someone. That's not what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. There's a bullet flying through the sky. Oh, and you're, I'm just like, oh, yeah, you're just not gonna sweat it if Duke gets it. You know, what I mean? you know, I would, would not you? be mad. Fuck, but nah, see, probably Trump. Because if I was, I was gonna say Hillary, but then it's like, fuck, what if Hillary? And then like those people are like anti-Bernie, like fuck, I guess we gotta go with Trump, kind of thing. You know, I think I'd rather have Trump. So he's just that's it. He's out. Yeah, we're done. And then maybe they'll be like, all right, Hillary, you're so fucking. Republican, Democrat, you'll, you'll come to this side. I don't know, you know. Wow. I think Trump, you he's... You thought he's, this through. Okay. He's... he's so Trump. Fuck, he's Biff. He's Biff, man. <laughs> We're just talking Go about before we future? came, man. He's Biff, and that's how the world would be, I think, if he yeah. became president, man. And one of the back to the future, they, yeah. they, he goes back. And Biff is... And the, the casino dude, Biff, and he looks like Trump. Exactly. Oh, like him, yeah. They're posted like, hey, okay. back to the future three had it right. Yeah. Dude, they did. I like that. But yeah, that guy, he, he, I don't know. He wants too many. Uh, he not. I don't know if he really wants these things, but his influence on the people that seem to really want it is really heavy. And that's yeah. it's it's almost scary. You it's know? what I tell it's people. Like, it's a good fuck, thing. Dude? It's a good thing that, that Trump uh, is running because it now it shows you what America yeah. really thinks. Yeah. Like what the all this hidden thing that things that were hidden because Obama mm-hmm. was president. Mm-hmm. Now that somebody came out and had all these racial mm-hmm. and hatredful like and it shows like, you the support. We waited eight years to get this shit out. It shows like, you that so it's good so that we can really see what people think. But it's also bad because this motherfucker might be president and I can't even imagine what that's gonna be like not just in America but what the rest of the world's gonna think about us like you're fucking yeah, president's dude. an asshole Definitely. bro like, and that's why I think that's why we're talking about it because the, no the experience like you literally none. nominated like a business owner the fool who could just talk the most the shit the fucking yeah, reality TV yeah, host yeah. is who you that's, that's what we're talking about because uh, I guess Bernie is uh, endorsing Hillary now you know yeah. what I mean yeah Um. so it's just I don't know it's crazy we're, we're just saying like I think it's happening because the fuck was that that was Double D came in But no I think it's just Bernie's kind of endorsing Because he's like us You know like Fuck that We can't have Trump Yeah if I'm not gonna win Then at least Hopefully Hillary And even Even her She's a fucking piece of shit Who knows So so Trump Trump You would take Trump You let Trump pick that Headshot Dome shot What are we talking about Dude JFK status Just driving Lands in the lap It's just a wig Hey, I'm not saying I want this to happen. But this is all theoretical. you would not sweat it if dude got it. For all the publicists out there. Everybody want journalists out there. Want to talk shit. <laughs> uh, what are we at? Number, nine? Number 10. <clears throat> Doing pretty good. Last three. You ready? Let's do it. Round 10. Do you believe in God? No. Nine. We Fucked nine? it up. We're at nine? Okay, we're at nine. Damn, I messed it up. Round number nine. Oh, shit. <laughs> Who would you never work with for round number nine? Like ever work with? 
Man, to be honest, fuck. What's that one dude's name? Fucking white. Some I can't remember his name. Some white dude. There's a lot of them, but some white dude with braids. White dude with braids. And he's from Miami, I think. Fuck, I can't remember his name. Are you talking about Riff Raff? Riff Raff. Riff Raff. I wouldn't work with him. You would never work with Riff Raff. Nah, man, that's too much. So Riff Raff calls you. Hey, yo, I got a Jay Dilla beat. Oof. I got I'd be like, how did you get that? I don't, you, don't, don't worry about it. Don't worry. I got benefit <laughs> on the second verse. Dude. I want you on the third, son. I want you on like, the third. Riff Raff, I don't know what Illuminati shit you pulled off. But I did it. But I ain't going to do it. You wouldn't do it. Man, if even if under those circumstances. Jay Dilla bit. Benefit on the third. That's pretty fucked up, man. You're making it hard, but, yeah, you know, man, it's riffraff. It's riffraff. This fool said in an interview because I heard about this fool because my homie showed him. This is years back. Jay Cole's thinking about up. jumping on board, too, bro. This fool said in an interview. He said, word for word, this is what riffraff said right. to an interviewer. Now, don't get it twisted. I could have played for the Pistons and, like, just went on to keep going and talking <laughs> wow. about basketball. Like, yeah. I was like, dude, how are you going to lie to everybody and stuff like that? Like, yeah. this isn't just rap anymore. This is just, you're just lying but what about everything. Well, what, what if I had, like, handles, bro, like, real mad handles? Like, pop, hey, pop, then pop. I give him props. I kind of want to see that. But like, would you work with Riff Raff in that scenario? We got Jay, you got Dilla on the beat. Damn. We got Benefit on the second verse. Damn. We got uh, 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 Royce to five nine on the Jesus. first. Atmosphere's co-signing in it. Fuck, for real? Yeah, dude. But he I don't want, know and he wants happened, you man. on the I don't third, know son. River calls Shit, you on the. I ain't going out like that. All right, I, ain't going all right. Out I respect like that. that. You passed the test. Nah, I ain't going That's out what's like up. that. Cause then there's gonna be some catch. <laughs> hey, that, that, there's gonna be that some song catch. Would be fire though. I'm just it would be fire. But there would be some catch in the end. There'd be some catch. Like some. Yeah, some you, ha- way you have to bite make a, me in the ass. You have to make like, a track with Riff Raff. That's the catch. You just put Riff Raff on last. Yeah. So that no one ever listens to the last verse. Oh. But no, nah, I think he'd he'd probably go on first. Yeah, like, he wants it's first. It's my he's, beat. He's, he's yeah. My he's beat. gonna have. He wants you on the third, bro. You'll be closing out the no. Okay, all right. I respect that. Oh, I like that. Just thinking of him ruining a J. Dilla beat is Amen. fucking... Uh, round number 10. <clears throat> Do you believe in God? I believe in a God. Um, yeah, we call it God. You know, people call it Jah, Allah, aliens. But yeah, I believe in a higher power. I guess that's what I kind of like call it. Um, too many things happen in my life that I feel where it's like there has to be a God. You know what I mean? And, and they may not be the craziest things, but sometimes they're the small things or even just like uh, where I'm at now with the studio, you know, it all started in my mind. And yeah, I had the, the yearning for it, you know, hip hop being an MC, but the way things happen, circumstances, it makes me like believe like there has to been some fucking way like shit got swayed, you know, because it's like when you look at those some some of those little moments, like how in the fuck of all the people that Instagram this fool to collab on a track, he responds to me, says, fuck it, I'm down. Come to find out, like I told you, months later down the road, homie drops out, We, I gotta be solo artist, he puts together the showcase, you know, that's just one example, you know mm-hmm. what I mean, and it, it could be, people say, well, that was his choice to make the fucking response, you know what I mean, but it's like, I feel like, he, you know, he was dope when I saw him in, like, I'm sure a lot of people were hitting him up, dude, especially because at the time when I'd met him, too, he was very, uh, 
open you know offering like yeah dude let's fucking collab if you're down we're gonna do it kind of attitude you know which i always liked and um that's what i'm saying is like what what really made it like this we'll just look at it like this is another instagram another another instagram message that i fucking got i mean how many do i get how many times have i gone to show i fucking talk to the mc we say something and then it doesn't even happen you know uh, that's just one small instance you, you know? that's do you think that's that's might be god acting your behalf yeah okay uh, essentially because he knows like or it knows or they know what i really want mm-hmm. and in the end what i think one one person truly 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 wants they're gonna get you know what okay. i mean if they really want whatever it is god is gonna help get it to you whatever you call god universe like i said aliens pfft. Okay. A lot of lot of different connotations for that. that. I'm with that. <clears throat> Round eleven. What is your biggest insecurity? What are you most insecure about? Oh, fuck, man. Probably uh uh my I mean shit, my raps to be honest sometimes. Like the shit the content that I put in it. It's my life and sometimes I feel like shit. When I hear it back, I'm like, I gotta talk about some touchy shit. Especially when I go back into the past, like, damn. And I guess just putting them on display like that and having people get get judged. I guess that's what is ultimately being judged. That's my insecurity, you know, like walking into a place and sometimes fucking especially like with hip hop, it's like people are pretty sure of my name wonder what the fuck like they think about me yeah like just who i am i don't know if that's necessarily insecurity i guess being i don't know afraid of judgment kind of you're insecure about people maybe what they'll think or if it's not good enough that yeah kind of i thing. guess not being good enough that's that's yeah yeah not being good enough okay. and uh you know i've come come to learn at least more that it's like I shouldn't have to live up to anybody's standards, but for whatever reason, my my experiences through my 24 years of life, mm-hmm. that's still there. Dude, you know, you're not in competition minor. with anybody else but yourself. Remember that. Yeah. And if you can remember that in everything you're doing, then whatever MC blank drops and whatever drops, blah, 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 do that. Don't worry about that. Worry about you. What are you dropping? What are you doing? Is this the biz you guys? Is this the biz you can get? You're delivering. Is it? Then you're good. And if it's not, then you know. Yeah. You know you could do better. You yeah. know you should, you could do better. You know you could be doing more. Mm-hmm. Are you your your own competition? I always think about that because what everybody else thinks, what everybody else says, they don't know. They don't know your struggles. They don't know what you're going through. They don't have that itching for hip hop or whatever for delivering. They don't understand it. Yeah, they never will. Yeah, I guess you're in but, competition uh, with you. It was a little bit of a long answer, but that's what it comes down to just not being good enough. You I'm know, with you. and uh, I'm with I you. think that's just. To be honest, just to elaborate, I think that's happened in other areas. Like it's good. It's Schooling healthy. and shit yeah. like that. Like, fuck, I need to do better. Fuck, I need to do. But, uh, yeah. <laughs> Last and final round. Thank you for having me this beautiful location. I appreciate it. Thank you, guys, for sitting. Mescalito, thank you for sitting, sitting in with us. Yeah, my pleasure. My pleasure. Thank yeah. you. I appreciate it. So man. you're sure. now an official Wake the Flock up. We are now an official Wake the Flock Up artist, which oh, means dope. you get a lifelong uh, promotion. Send us anything you want to promote. We'll put up on the website any videos, anything like that. We'll retweet, repost anything you want. You got it. That's what's up, man. If you see anybody that it's coming up that you want to sit in for, like co-host for, mm-hmm. any artist or anything like that, let me know. Dope. All right. And, uh, and you can be with that. Or you just want to sit down and join us in studio. 
more than happy to do that as well. Cool, man. Well, I appreciate you making your way down here. Mm-hmm. You know, fortunately, uh, B-Side, we know they stay busy, you know. So they got double booked. It's right. all good, though. We do have the space to do this. And, uh, man, shouts to everybody out there listening. It's appreciated. This is Mad Max right here at East of the River Studios. Shouts to Concept, man. Wake the flock up doing great things, man. This is, this is what it's like, you know, just sitting down and talking about life, man. We're all people. We're all humans. That's you know? right. We all got dreams. We all got dreams. We all got similar thoughts. And even though I know we all think we're individuals, even though yeah. we are, there there are a lot of similarities and a lot. We're of all us. superstars and we're all nobodies at the same time. So, just trying to get through life. You know what I mean? Uh, last and final round, round twelve. Let's do it. Why? Why do I do this? Why? 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 Generation Y. Why was I part of Generation Y? Why was I born a millennial? Why was I born 1992, a week before the Rodney King riots? Mm -hmm. Ah, shit. Because I was supposed to fucking be here. Because I was supposed to rock a fucking show at Facha with concept hosting. He was supposed to see me killing that shit, which in turn eventually led to me being on the show. I was supposed to become a solo artist. Me, Mescalito, open up East of the River Studios and shit, keep stepping forward, man. And honestly, the biggest why, at least the answer to it, is to make sure that those younger than us, the youth, have at least some, even if it's a small sense or idea, that not all hope is lost, man. We, we, we got intelligent beings we got artistic individuals we got people who can fulfill their dreams and and the youth needs to understand they can do that too and uh i feel like that's why ultimately man for the people that are going to be here when we're gone i like that i respect that you're the champion round of applause for mad max everybody mad max everybody yeah (laughs) i'm feeling good the crowd goes wild no thank you for having me hey thank you for having me man and you guys uh more than welcome back on the show whenever you'd like uh i know i had a great time man it was good to know you and yeah uh i was uh lucky enough to host it and then i I stuck around for a lot of good acts and stuff but your energy your use guys's energy (laughs) on stage it was it was it's refreshing to see a performance People don't understand MCG go up there with the mic and stand in one location. and that, That's not performing. You're not right. performing. You're trying very hard to remember your rhymes. And then you got your vocals playing over your own shit, <laughs> which in return doesn't help you. only fucks you up because now you, you miss one word and it's all... Yep. That's not... You're not performing. A performance was that. Fucking Thank jumping you, up and down and cues and, and sets. Like, that was a beautiful thing to see. And I saw your energy and I seen your vibe and... And I'm like, dude, I like this kid. I like, I like what he has. So Thank I have you, to man. know you a little better. Appreciate which, it, Which was, I think we did a, a good job of today, getting in depth with you. Yeah. You got to come back on the <laughs> show again, and, and, get, and, uh, and uh, we'll catch up with you in a, yeah, in a month or two, see shit. what's up, see how you're doing, that kind of shit. Definitely, man. And then uh, on uh, one more note, I'm actually going to be dropping a song tonight, um, even though this is going to get played in the future. Yeah. So the song will already be out. Yeah. But it's like, we'll be on live tonight. I'm like, well, I don't we're, know. We're, we we were, we I were live. I'm messing with a bro. It's not live. <laughs> I put, LOL, my bad. But uh, new track is out. Yeah. Drop today, the day that we did record this. That's it's called uh, yeah. Quesadilla, produced by the homie like Fat Pigeon. <laughs> it's, uh, I throw yeah. a little bit of tribute to Dilla, maybe like a few little bars, but you know, yeah. um, 
It's going to be up there on SoundCloud, free download for everybody, man. Go ahead and check it out, Mad Max. Just search M-A-D space M-A-C-K-S, and it uh, should be right there. All right. I'm with it. Dope. Concept, you the man. I am I, the man. I, I enjoy watching you interview. Thank you. And the podcast. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I don't listen as much as I should. Should. <laughs> but I do catch some gems. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I did catch the NWA one, which was fucking dope as yeah, shit. Yeah. Um, and yeah. Just want to give you a just shout out. Thank man. you, brother. I, I love, appreciate man. it. Uh, love. It's my form of contributing, and, and I'm happy with everything that we've done. I'm very excited where we're going, and I'm living proof, bro. Like, you just go out there and do it, and the world will open up for you and get all these new possibilities, and you start seeing things that you wouldn't even ever thought that you could be involved with. They're just like, hey, everyone's like, hey, come this way, come this way, kind of stuff. Because you put out a good product. And uh, people respond to your energy and your love for it. They see it, so it you know it helps. It, it helps you develop, you know. So, yeah. so thank you, bro. I appreciate it. So for Mescalito, for Mad Max, for East Peace. of the River Studios, yeah. for real hip hop everywhere. This is Concept Seven One Four asking you, demanding that you help us. Wake the flock up. Wake the flock, Wake up. The flock up. The flock up. Nothing good to say. Shut the fuck up. You unleash the savage in me. Yeah, you fuck up. Spinning wax tapes and CDs. And that's what's up. Calling out the lies in the feeds. Wake the flock Wake up. Wake the flock up. Nothing good to say. Shut the fuck up. You unleash the savage in me. Yeah, you fuck up. Spinning wax tapes and CDs. And that's what's up. Calling out the lies in the feeds. Wake, Wake the, the flock up. You are now tuned into the Wake the Flock Up Network.